Tryna run the town Tell no duck when they hear that sound How they gon' come up now? Heavy as the head that'll wear that crown I'm going pound for pound And if it's about smoke, do we talk all of that? From an ounce to a pound Take it, they bite in the snout Cause my drip right out the seat How could they be? Give me a couple of rounds Cause I'm a beast When I'm on vitamin G You see they start crumbling now Mad struck, start mumbling now Get the gist, I ain't reaching for cloud Plot twist, I'm the one with the keys Plot glitz, know they look how I freeze Different continents, I be torn We living life, making yours look boring See we win at the end, it's a spoiler warning Cause I keep eating up on my blood, the whole planet They calling me toxic like global warming But they keep tuning in once again and again I'm the one at the top, just a formal warning Truly, I'm the narrow when it come to movies. Get the narrow, entertain the groupies. Hop in narrow if you come pursue me. But I hop on the gang to this road up when I'm my girl getting moody. Let go with the gang, we all go insane. Catching them those on the duty. I'm the stick, see, I'm locked in. Bought a box, I was like 10. Back then, used to box, nowadays, they ain't throwing hands. Mama said we got more advanced. One thing about me, I adapt, bought a Glock fin. Keep me safe on the block end, the game kept me off the block. Ain't got flex about looting my Ruger. I can shit on you with my computer. See my graphics card, cause one of your damn job can afford to pay you. And my monitor, big as hell, detail, so I can see when I spray you. Then we load the clip and record the clip. Let's go, I'll say to that SSD. Know a whole lot of trill game hands like me when the C tune into that VGP. What's good everybody? How y'all doing today? Welcome and we're here. It's your boy Dante Crisis with another dose of your v weekly VGP, Vitamin G. How you all doing today? And with me today is the Guardians of the Gaming Galaxy. Ladies and gentlemen, first of all, we have the the Gamora of the group because he cuts deep. Mr. Zero, how are you today, sir? take Gamora she's all right and like I mean spoiler she's dead but that's fine um but I am doing well man uh just sort of trying to stay focused on the games I'm supposed to be playing as opposed to like I keep getting distracted I have finished Slay the Spire um so that's a plus uh well technically I got one more character to beat it with but I beat it with the main three um I have not picked up Horizon yet because I got I've been stuck playing uh Yu-Gi-Oh Master Duel, which is a great time. Um Jubei will be here, but it's showing me how much I've forgotten about that game. No, 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 no. Stuff. It's showing you how much that game's rules have become more 
and more goddamn fucking restrictive as the years went on. That's that's just the fact. <laughs> it's insane because I spent a lot of time playing Duel Links, but Duel Links is a very smaller version. Mm-hmm. Um, so there just are a lot of summons that I don't do that just don't work in Duel Links that like exist in this game. And so it's like really taking me back. Like, oh, I got to figure out how to like manage this a Lucy. full field again. So like I I am just kind of all over the place with it but i'm enjoying it it's fun it's free to play it doesn't take a lot of effort you will like probably get bodied online a lot because that's just how it works with these types of games um otherwise i think that's it um i am waiting for what three more days or four more days for rcs to drop very excited about that um and that's pretty much it yeah fucking oh god next next month Elden ring drops I, oh and i beat borderlands i finally beat that finally did you fight okay i got a question all right does everybody like to say borderlands um borderlands one is a fun time but borderlands two is better i do agree yeah, with that would... sentiment but um did, did you complete the main game in the dlc or just the main game just the main game right i got a question for you about halfway through the game did you just start getting really, really, and I mean, absolutely, just dr- fucking sick of the back and forth? Like the the drops yes. just weren't key. The, like the the guns you were getting were just not adequate at all. Like you just there was a lot of back and forth, a lot of going go and grab this, go grab that, and there was just the the, the gameplay loop itself got really goddamn fucking boring and tiresome very goddamn quickly. Did did you feel that? I mean- so I don't remember Borderlands 2, but what I will say about 3 is that, uh, particularly from the gun thing, what would happen is I would just sort of find one exotic that would just melt all well, the no, way no, through. I was, just, I was just more talking about Borderlands 1. Like, what, did, you, did you feel that on your playthrough with Borderlands 1? That the gameplay oh, I, just got old very fucking quick. I can't remember. One did not stick out to me. I didn't Thank particularly you. Thank get you. really interested in Borderlands to the second one. Thank you. Um, and then three is fine, although I don't like the main villains of three. Alright, goddammit. Omar, stop moving around or mute your mic, fool! Thank you. Anyway, moving on. One of these, one of these days, I will, I will get the respect a host is meant to get. I'm not FC. You can't treat me with disrespect. Alright, and moving on to the group of... The uh, uh, the Groots of the group. Kofi, how are you today? Because all this man does is talk about uh, talk about anime and translation. So he's literally as one note as group. Happy translation, everybody. There we go. <laughs> um, yeah, things have been really interesting. I'm really sorry I've been missing some uh, podcasts. And I have no presence on Twitter for the longest. Uh, despite all of that... Playing games is exactly what I've been doubling down on, and um, I I am so excited because I have been surfing the auction sites on basically Japanese eBay to get all of the import games for PlayStation 4 or PlayStation 5 or PlayStation Vita that I missed when I was studying all the way back in 2013. And I just got a package today. I think I got seven, eight games. Nice. Um, one of them is this game I, I'm going to like explode talking to you about. 
This game was developed by level five ten years ago. It's called Don Bor Senki. Okay, I, I don't want to tell you what the little translation is because I think that'll make you laugh, but it's basically like Gundam Wars. I could but use it's a like... laugh. No, give me the translation. I could use a goddamn laugh after the day. Okay. If After the three <laughs> days I've had, I could use the fucking laugh. So go ahead. Okay. So Danbor means cardboard and Senki is like war. So technically the game is called Sen uh, Cardboard Wars W. Okay, that's and, that's um, not that's not silly. That's not silly for the simple reason. Did you see the shit people went through for the fucking labo? We have seen a real life cardboard <laughs> war. <laughs> this is true. And so like, but like this game has all of the love that you're used to level five having, and the fact that this was uh, it's like a remaster of the 3DS game. Um, you know, with trophy support, with um, has uh, like motion capture for characters. This is a full scale on RPG that was never localized, fully voice acted, and you basically can customize your mini Gundam, or I'm calling it a Gundam because it's like a little mobile suit. And um, there's a whole story and everything. So I, I literally just got the package. Um, I'm so excited. In addition to that, I just got Level Five's new game that came out on the same day as uh, SMT Five last November, um, Megaton Musashi, which is also their new anime so and which also is a very good game the demo is out on the japanese uh, playstation store uh so i've been playing that that data transfers to the full game uh which i finally got for a good sale but there's a ton of other games i got i got utawara do mono zan 2 which is a playstation 5 action like muso game with all the characters from the the visual novel utawara do mono uh which is like a three-part trilogy it's on i think it's on everything now i think it's on steam it's on playstation i'm pretty sure it's on switch uh but they finally have been making an action game um, and this is a sequel to that. It's really cool. All the DLC from the first action game transfers to the second game. So all the costumes you earn and stuff like that uh, transfers. So that's really cool. Um, I'll talk about some of these other games later. But just so excited. Oh, um, finished Tales of Arise. Uh, amazing game. Love the second opening. Love Do Halim. He's amazing. And then and I'm also, uh, shout out to you, Omar, uh, revisiting uh, Horizon Zero Dawn because I never played Frozen Wilds. And I will be finishing Frozen Wilds before uh, the sequel comes out, so I'm really uh, loving that game right now. Loving it. You are in a treat with the From Wild. It's uh, it's great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Horizon Zero Dawn. I think the the what do you call it? The theme of the world or like the setting? Just it's just it just works for me. Like I I, mm -hmm. I could take down robot dinosaurs with a bow and arrow all day long. Hey, you almost oh, said, yeah. hey, Gofi, you sounded like your favorite man in the whole wide world, Todd Howard. Then it just works. It just works. <laughs> oh gosh, I can't use that anymore. <laughs> nope. Yeah, I can. yeah. It just works. Alright, so it sounds like you've been having a lot of goddamn fun. And I'm glad. I'm glad. I just need you back on Twitter. So whenever I poke the uh, uh the anime or persona community, I have you as backup. God damn it, man. I need you. I need you. I'll get I'll get more into that in a second. Alright, next, the Rocket Raccoon, because he's a little weaseling motherfucker. Omar, what have you been up to, my guy? I felt that I'm gonna be rocket, which suit me. Um, yeah, so two things: I might have co I might have COVID, or simply the flu. Yes, I'm finally, I'm not the only motherfucker sick. I don't have I don't have Sorry, the coof, but I have a I think I either have a cold or a flu. Even when my body's been fighting it for the last three fucking yeah. days. So I'm gonna get tested. I I tested myself. Uh, Self-tested and two times came negative, but uh, I'm still gonna test myself uh, in a center uh, after tomorrow. Hopefully, it's still negative, so I can be done with this whole situation. Other than that, 
I started a small game. I finished Frozen Wild and I had a blast. And I'm ready for Forbidden West. And I started a small game called Guardian of the Galaxy. Not a small game. Wow. Gameplay perspective like zero now until you get stuck in the jelly. You know I'm talking about zero. Until until that, the game was nice, but that's when it's opened up. Um, at chapter four, and what make it interesting is the back and forth banter w- between the guardians. Like that's some some of the best writing I have ever experienced in video game. Uh. It it genuinely, genuinely, genuinely feels like people have been through wars and have a history with each other. They don't feel forced. They don't feel exaggerated. They feel genuine. Like I felt like I'm watching a a comic in page. In, in animated form when I'm looking at them, how they interact with each other. And the only thing that I just dislike is Groot. Keep saying, I'm Groot, I'm Groot, I'm Groot. He doesn't have any, like, he clearly has personality when he wants to show it, but just being limited to I'm Groot, I'm Groot gets old very, very, very fast. Other than that, the gunplay is great. Uh, the story is interesting and it's funny and Square Enix truly, 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 truly shit the bed with their first showcase of this game because if your mind is still stuck it's when they first showcased it like you really need to move past that, cause this game is amazing, and I'm yet, and I'm still at chapter four. Alright, fair enough. It sounds like you've been having fun with Guardians of the Galaxy. I need to probably pick that up. Alright, and then we have the Star Lord because he has such a goddamn high opinion of himself of the VGP. Pharaoh, what have you been up to, my guy? Uh, I've been playing some Spider Man. Um. And, uh, finished Final Fantasy VII again, playing Spider-Man. On the Xbox side, uh, a little bit of Avengers, a little bit of, uh, and, and, uh, weekly Madden stream. Other than that, that's been about it. Right, Did you play that game? What is it? Is it Everybody Dies? Everybody Ends of the World? Jubei was playing it. He said it. I don't remember the name of it. It's, it just came to Game Pass. Yeah, it's a Roblox. Uh, yeah. Death's Door. No, 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 yeah, no, no, door, no, no, no. Door. I played a little bit of a uh, Rainbow Six Siege. I mean, that was not really worth talking about. I'm gonna pick up this door for sure. Uh, what's it called? Everybody dies or something like Everybody that. Everybody goes to heaven. Oh, oh. Sounds like my no. sounds like my typical playthrough of uh, most RPGs. It looks like um... actually, you know what? Everybody dies. Everybody dies. I love him. 
I love him, but with the way Dragon Slayer explained his first playthrough of Fire Emblem Three Houses, that pretty much exemplifies his first playthrough. Everybody dies! <laughs> because the dumb son of a bitch is his first Fire Emblem game and he played it on Classic. Oof. Everybody dies! <laughs> Uh, I'll figure out the name of it eventually. Oh, Nobody Saves the World. That's what it's called. Nobody Saves the World. It looks like Enter the Gungeon. Um, oh. But like, oddly like? enough, it seems as though instead of, because I've talked to a friend of mine playing it, instead of the guns, it's characters who you unlock, and each character does something different. Mm. Uh, That's cool. Also, just a quick shout out to anybody who wants to buy this game, as you should. Uh, Windjammers 2 is essentially a sort of like pseudo tennis, pseudo pong game. I played it years ago on an emulator. Probably put in perspective. Isn't this a proper sequel? Or are you talking about. This is a proper sequel from a game that came out in 1994. Crazy. I someone um, bought I, that. Someone actually bought that up in my uh, in my my ill-fated uh, Minecraft stream today, which got taken down because my internet decided to just absolutely die. Yeah, it. I absolutely love that game. It's straight one v one. Um, it like probably one of the earliest games to help like fuel my competitive spirit. Um, but I would play that game with friends for hours. Alright, so it sounds like everybody's been having fun. I mean, that was supposed to be Farrell's uh, intro, but, you know, I mean, everybody, everybody's got to get, get in on what? that shit. Aside from what happened to you with the internet, did anything, did something happen to you? Uh, no, okay, yeah, so I'll, I'll get to that in my intro. Farrell, are you done, my man? Yeah, I'm good. Okay, right, so I'll get to my intro. So... Okay, my week. Okay, I'm. I'm gonna just go break down my entire the last three days for me because it's severely fucking annoying. So Wednesday, I finish or uh, I, I play Contra, uh, Contra uh, Super C, the second NES Contra game. Um, we spend two hours trying to figure out how to play how I play co-op because it does for some reason Contra Anniversary Collection does not have online multiplayer. It only has local co-op. And this is true across the board from what I've heard. So me and Nurgle spent two hours trying to figure it out. And then we finally found out what we had to do. We had to enter big picture mode. And then with while I have two controllers plugged in. My PC. Then I need to launch it in big picture mode. Then I need to start the play t- uh, the remote play with him, remove move him to player two so he can control player two. And we spent less time playing that game and completing it than we did setting it up. We spent less than two hours to complete it and two hours trying to set it up. That was my well, nice It's so lazy. Why didn't they add it to this? Uh no. I could, I could I could ask myself the entire question because to be fair, here's the thing: the figurative gun hurt for me this week has been going like this ever so fucking slowly, which is some of the shit I've been doing. So um, Tuesday, you know sorry. what this remind me with? Um, this remind me with with Hellblade on the PC, where he, how you need to change your language, like 
Oh no, this is absolutely completely different. This is setting up two players in a two-player game that for some goddamn reason in the re-release with the anniversary collection just does not have online co-op. You have to say it through remote player on console and PC. So anyway, then uh, a little bit of sunshine on Saturday, I, pl I start playing a, a classic PS2 game, an underrated gem I, I call, uh, I consider called Seek and Destroy. And Seek and Destroy is a think World World of Tanks before World of Tanks was even a goddamn fucking uh, concept in the uh, in the uh, programmer's head. And cartoony for some reason everybody's a goddamn tank. It's a hell of a lot of fun. You can literally have a buzzsaw on your tank with a six with a six rack missile system on the tank as well while firing a fucking laser from your tank. It's amazing. I love Seek and Destroy. Yeah, I've never seen this before. You should look. Hold on. I'll bring up. Uh, I will bring up footage on. Uh, uh, yeah, I just mouse. pulled up a video. Very, yes. Uh... Seek and Destroy is amazing. And I, I will have this playing because everything else I'm going to talk about, everybody knows. Uh, give me a sec. Okay. There we go. I've got some gameplay for everybody to watch. Uh, it's fun as hell. Uh, I, I honestly recommend if you like your classic games, give this a go. Look it up on emulator. This is gonna fucking be, this is a really cool, awesome game, in my opinion. Um, but yes, as you can see, big giant, you can have a tank and a big giant rocket launcher and shit. It's, it's amazing. Uh, there's a variety of fucking tanks. Like, I think there's over 50 tanks in the game. Oh, there might be less. I might be over exaggerating, but there's a fuckload of tanks, and they are and they are actually representations of real fucking tanks in the real world. Yeah, it's got like, like they actually communicate on the battlefield. It kind of reminds me of like a front mission kind of thing, you know? They're talking to each other. Oh no, this isn't multiplayer. This is single player. Who you're seeing talking is the is actually the AI. Yeah, no, I mean like there's like cutscenes. You know what I mean? Like they were like oh, yeah. talking, like sergeant, yeah, yeah. you know? Yes, like about the mission. And there's that 16 rack uh, rocket launcher, which is fucking amazing. Because you, the best thing is the rockets are guided. So if you're a certain distance away, it they will home on to an enemy automatically. Yeah, I never heard of this game. You should give it a fucking try. It's a ton of fun. Lots of customizations as well. Um. So anyway, yes, I'm, I'm playing. I'm playing this. A uh, lot of fun. Then Sunday rolls around. I buy a key for. Uh, I'm finishing up GTA 4. I know I'm on the last. I'm on the last mission. GTA 4. Honestly, uh, I feel like its reputation is undeserved these days. I think GTA 4 is a fantastic game, um, and in many, in some aspects, I would actually say it's better than five. Um, so I finished that. My plan is, I want to play the medium next. I'm like, I'm gonna get it. I bought a key for it. It's been over 24 goddamn fucking hours later. I still don't have the damn key. So I'm going to give it another 24 hours. If I don't get my fucking key, I'm going to demand a fucking refund. Because I'm really pissed about that. Because I go for... Because that's my backup. And all of my other backups don't work out. Because I was, I was going to play a control... Uh, I couldn't move it over to my fucking hard drive for some reason, so I had to uninstall it and then move it over to my hard drive. 
Then Command & Conquer Red Alert didn't work because I couldn't move it over to my hard drive, so I had to uninstall that and re-download it. So then I, yeah, then I finally get to my other backup, which is um, Time Crisis on the arcade version. So I do a full playthrough of that. That was a lot of fun. It was fun playing uh, Time Crisis. Then I'm racking my brain over, what the fuck do I play next? Again, all my other backups are gone. Scrolling through my playlist and I see, oh, oh, I've not played Devil May Cry 4, so fuck it. Funny enough, I was able to transfer Devil May Cry 4 over to my fucking hard drive. And yet, the other two didn't work. I have no idea what was going on, but I started playing Devil May Cry uh, five, uh, 4. Sorry, That was a lot of fun. All while this is happening, uh, my M.2 failed. Uh, it just would, it just stopped being registered to the uh, to my uh, PC. So I unscrewed that fucker, cleaned the contact points, cleaned the contact points on the motherboard, slotted that fucker back in, screwed it in a little bit tighter, and it's worked fine then. All while on Monday, today, I was supposed to have blood taken for a blood test. Because uh, I'm 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 not a healthy dancer. I'm I'm not. But I, I like to keep my personal shit hidden most of the times. Uh, I ended up missing my appointment because someone got the, someone misheard the fucking time for the appointment. So I'm so knowing that I'm gonna have a needle about yay fucking long jammed into my fucking arm and blood that I prefer to keep in my body is gonna be taken out of it is weighing on my mind. I then get to the doctors. Find out that I'm late for my appointment, have to reschedule it for Thursday, and my zen is officially broken. My happy place has been sufficiently burned down to the fucking ground. Then, today, while I'm trying to play Minecraft an hour into the fucking stream, my internet just dies. Like, I'm talking, my provider says that there's an outage everywhere. Do you have competitors in your area, or is it Monopoly? Uh, competitors. It is competitors. We got okay. Virgin Media and Sky. They're legitimately like the all. Oh, I think we've also got BT. Uh, BT is also another competitor in this area. Um, but yeah, sounds like the government's trying to silence Dante. You, fuck, you know the the ironic thing. The fucking ironic thing. Before the outage happened, one of those fucking Russian bots showed up in my fucking uh, stream, and I was about to literally turn around and say. You know what? I think I've cracked out what's with those bots. I know what those bots are. They're trying to crash the internet so they can easily invade Ukraine. <laughs> mm. uh, they're, trying to, they're trying to crash the internet with bots so they can easily invade the Ukraine. Before I could even get to that, my internet died. So it just strengthens my fucking conspiracy theory that the, 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 the Russians are trying to bot the fucking internet to death. So yes, that's the last three days of my life, uh, as well as playing Shin Megami Tensei Five, which Kofi, we need to talk about. We yeah, there's okay. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna quickly get into this right now. Kingdom Hearts has been fun. I beat Kirk um, under leveled apparently because I beat him at level forty eight, which from everything I found out is really fucking under level to fight Kirk, one of the super bosses. Took me an hour and a fucking half, but I did it. Uh, Chaos Mod has been fucking insane uh, for GTA San Andreas, but give me a comment five. There'll be light spoilers here, but I'll avoid names. I'll avoid things. There was a death. In fact, there was two major. There was just two major deaths in the game. And Kobe, I mentioned this to you before that 
it pay it, like when you when you compare it to other Shin Megami Tensei games, specifically Persona Five, which is a Shin Megami Tensei game, despite being a spin-off, it, it still is. You in in Persona Five or in Shin Megami Tensei, I've turned around and said, I don't care about these characters because I've had no chance to, I've had no chance to really get to know them or interact with them, like in something like uh, Persona Five. Where you got to know each and every single character. Granted, it was in your power to, if you wanted to do that for the confidants, but you still got to know each of them, like Ryuji, An, M Makoto, Futaba. You got to know all of these characters, right? Even the villains, you got to yeah. know the villains, like uh, Goro Akechi, Mr. Pancakes himself, and Shido. Like, you got to know these characters, their motivations, their fears, everything like that. Shimigami Tensei 5 just try just killed off two characters. And I felt nothing because it was not earned. It just was not earned. It's really early in the goddamn game, and I did not I barely knew these characters. Didn't even I honestly I go as far as say I didn't even fucking know these characters. And um because I, I think I saw one of the characters who died in like two scenes. That's it. Two scenes. Mm. And they try and treat it like it's an emotional thing. I'm like, no, no, you, you haven't earned that. You've not earned that. Like, I, I likened it to, like, say in Persona 5, say halfway through the game, suddenly Arn or one of the, one of the Phantom Thieves is just killed off, like halfway through the game or near the end of the game. That would have felt earned. Like, say, say, um. uh, say, you know, before, you know, after the, um, after the interrogation, or during the, during the escape uh, from um, Sainijima's casino, say one of the Phantom Thieves sacrifices themselves or dies in the escape, that would have felt earned because we would have we would have gotten to know them, like we know them, we care about them. That would have been earned. The emotional response would have been there. Shimigami Tensei Five, it ain't there. It really is. Was the character in four? I'm just curious. No, none of these characters are in the previous games. So, man, we could have a whole podcast about this. Because we, we need to like Final Fantasy. Yes, because each each persona and Shin Megami yes, Tensei like game is a new is a new cast each time. Okay. Like I don't even know. Do you? I don't even know if I should say anything because I could go on forever. But I I don't. I think you. There's something else you want to say. Yeah. No. Like no. I, I'm finished. Like I said, Shin Megami Tensei Five from a gameplay standpoint. It uh, feels really good at times and really goddamn fucking and really goddamn annoying at other times because I don't know how the am I know how the ambush ambush system is meant to work, but it feels like most of the time when I hit an enemy, they get first try, and apparently it's not meant to. It's not based off of ag your agility stat, so I don't know how the fuck it's meant to work. But there was one instance where I got wiped because I ended up they ended up getting first turn. And the first fucking enemy yep. hit a fucking de-ability on yeah. everybody. And then suddenly everybody was hitting everybody's weakness. And I'm like, yeah. this was a... And the, the worst turns, part is... Extra turns. Extra turns. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what, where the fuck... It, where the, what the fuck am I meant to do against this? Like, it, Yo, so like... It, it goes from fine to unbalanced. Like, I beat two bosses on my yeah. first try... And I'm like, yes. that's cool. Then suddenly some fucking pissant takes me out. And yes. I'm like, how the fuck? How how is this balanced? And I'm still and I'm st funny enough, I'm still on the level to be optional fucking side bosses or mini bosses in the first fucking area because they're over level fucking forty in the first fucking area. 
And I'm like, yeah. dude, one of the first one, one of the first ones I fought was level 24, and then suddenly all the rest of them are like 20 levels fucking higher than the first dude. And it's like, how? So like, so I, I have a couple of things to say. Obviously, I haven't played the game yet, but two things that sound like red flags to me based on what you've shared is, um, oh shoot, I'm sorry, I just had a break. Yeah, the the, the crazy level difference in, with random enemies, and what was the second thing? Okay, the no, 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 it's not random enemies. Okay, that's that. I, I should I should clarify that. No, the the high level jump in the first area, you get a side mission to kill four gods. The first god okay. I beat because he was level 24. I think I was level 18 at the time, right? But I pretty much come to the goddamn conclusion. I've come to the conclusion that if you are at least, I would say, four level, if you're four levels below an enemy, uh, a, a mini boss or a boss, you are, you're, you're okay. If you are any levels below that, you're fucked. Because they will destroy you. Because an, um, I beat King Frost. I, I recently uh, faced King Frost. Okay? I have pretty high vitality at this point. Alright? We're the same fucking level. He hits me once he takes off a third of my fucking health. And I'm talking a regular fucking melee attack. Half my damn health. A, a third of my fucking health. And I'm like... What, what, is, what, is, what is leveling in this game? Because the dude had a retarded amount of health as well. Okay. Okay, so uh, I'm only making this comparison to yeah, yeah. me finishing SMT3 and what I don't like about what you've told me, which of course I will play and I own the game. I just haven't gotten around to it. Yeah. Um, if, if random, or not random bosses, but if there is some seemingly alarming jump in, in a level that you're a boss that you encounter, that, that would make me upset. And the fact that you, you mentioned that there's these people who are the main character's friends, quote-unquote, at school. He literally and that they met... To they're be... not friends. He literally met them the day shit went south. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, so, like, like he, I went 40 hours into SMT3 really not enjoying it, but only completing the game, well, going through those 40 hours because I wanted to make sure I, I tried something different. And, like... My, um, Reggie, our good friend, um, made a statement that I think is the best way to summarize how you come from a traditional RPG space, something that Final Fantasy might have done, or something like Chrono Trigger, Chrono Cross. He said, zoom out, which was <laughs> a, a reference, you know how, how he is, it, yeah. it's like a reference to, for SMT games individual story beats and story moments don't really matter. Your takeaway is what is the nuance of the overarching immersion that you're getting from this game? And it took me so long in SMT3 to get that. And then eventually there was this, there was this one like overarching event, like, like so nuanced, so abstract, but I really, really loved it. And it was combined with um, a puzzle in a specific dungeon that I said, you know what? I see what this game is doing now. They're trying to say, you have all of this, uh, all of these options available to you. You can kind of craft your skills in your own way. Not saying that Persona 5 doesn't do that, but like, Dante, the thing I took away that I like so much more about SMT than Persona is some of these bosses I, I beat, I will remember forever you won't remember these forever you will not and, and, you will not remember okay there has been like one boss i rem there's been one boss so far i'm talking bosses and mini bosses there's only been yeah. one boss 
I thought so far and he's memorable, but that's because he was basically built up. Not built up, but he you see him once, and then you fight him again, like, fucking, like, eight hours fucking later, but because they've been talking about him, and, like, he was just annoying to get to. Like, he's the only boss I remember, and the fact that he was really goddamn annoying because he ate one of my fucking personas, or, sorry, one of my demons, and regained all of his goddamn fucking health. None of oh. these, none of these bosses are rememberable. I'm gonna spoil one. The, really? The first fucking high, the first boss you fight is the the first true boss you fight is the Hydra, right? You okay. you 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 is a Hydra. You, he's built up, shit like that. Okay, cool. You fight him. Okay, tough fight, but he's not memorable in any fucking way, in my opinion. He's okay. not. Like this, this, this is the problem. Like I, I fought, I fought a bunch of mini bosses. But all of them, a lot of the, a lot of the mini bosses so far have just been regular demons. They've not been anything unique. Like the Hydra, the only ones that are unique is the is the main bosses, which so far has been the Hydra and the second boss, which is the only memorable one so far. The rest of them, the rest of them are just regular demons that you can get yourself beefed up and made mini bosses. Without saying touching spoiler territory, are there any sort of bosses that are like trials? This is this is kind of a SMT three spoiler, but I'm curious. I don't know about that. Like I said, I'm about thirty okay. hours in. I don't know about that, but everything I've everything I I've played so far has given me no indication that it's going to get better. Wow. Okay. Because like I said, I'll leave it at that. In the, fir- in the first For area, now. in the first area, it's again, it's an optional side thing to do. So I'm gonna preempt everybody fucking saying, oh, but it's optional. But the thing is, if you're going to play a game like this and you're in your mindset like mine, you're a goddamn completionist. You want to fucking do everything, See, right? And, and I hear you on that. Like, Tales, uh, really quick, Tales of Arise did the same thing. I don't know. Omar, you play Tales of Arise, right? Right in the first no. area. They uh, dropped no, 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 no. a level 40, but you um, haven't played it? No, I have yet to play Tales of Arise. Oh, okay. Yeah, but this, Tales this of Arise thing. did that too. Okay. With a this, drop this, high level boss. This is where it gets worse. It'd be one thing if it was a high level boss. Like I said, there's four of these mini bosses. They're the four gods. Okay. The first one I fought, like I said, was probably around level 24. And I was level 18, I believe. Okay. Again, he beat, he beat me like I think twice, but I finally got him. And I'm like, okay, cool. Every other one of those gods, all other three of those gods, are level over level forty. So it fucking what level are you? you. I, at the t- right now, I think I'm like no. leveled. Oh, at the time I was level eighteen. Oh, that's unfair then. Because, I was level um uh, because I understand what Coffee was saying. I played the demo, and yes, the uh are there are high level enemies roaming around but there's there's high level high level enemies roaming around this area but like i said this side mission it start the first one you want to encounter in fact you could encounter any of them at once like this again you need to you need to preference i stumbled across the first one of these gods by accident and he was level 24. When I went to try and get the other ones, I guarantee you, if I didn't have any smoke bombs, I wouldn't have been able to escape, and they would have wiped me to a game over. Because yeah, all of them, at, at level 18, they're at level, like, 43. And it's like, you tease me. You fucking set the precedent that they're going to be around, around level 20-odd. Then suddenly they're level... Four, off, the others are, like, over level 40. Get fucked. Because you, yeah. with with um, Escape being based off of agility, like Persona 5, 
unless you have a smoke bomb, your ass ain't getting away, and they're wiping you. And especially if you lose your demons, it's gone, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but here's the thing. Again, it goes with the whole... And, and this is a trope of RPGs. This isn't a, this isn't a Shin Megami Tensei issue. This is an RPG trope that I fucking hate. I absolutely fucking hate it. Um, I hate when the main character gets wiped, the game's over. I fucking hate yeah. that. It's like, it's, like, it's like you are the mothership sending out the signal to everybody else. As soon as the mothership got, goes out, everybody fucking drops dead. It's like, yeah, it's I like, know no. that. Yeah, and here's yeah. another thing, Kofi. Let me spoil. Let me spoil this little thing for you because this is annoying. So, uh, demons uh, in this game. I don't know about the other Shin Megami Tensei games. Again, Persona was my only fucking introduction. Is demons can't use items. See, I'm used to that. Okay, it, but they, but they you know. here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think what makes it more annoying for me is. Okay, no, they can't use items. Okay, I, I start setting up my playstyle to deal with not having used items. But then you were then you unlock an ability to buy later that allows them to use items. It's like Oh. Wait, why, what? wait. Why was this not uh... why was not this default? Why why was this not default? Why must you make it a why why is this I don't not even default? Think that's... I mean, yeah, it's I the same. Uh, I, I can't comment on that. It's kind of the same how Baton Pass is used in Persona 5. It's like Baton, Persona, uh, nope. Baton Pass mm, is super nope. handy. Nope. It's okay, no. Baton Pass is handy. But no, it, it is different. It is different. It's In fact, it's crucially different. Because you can get through Persona 5 very goddamn comfortably without having to use Baton Pass. That's the goddamn truth. Okay? You really can. But there are moments in this game where you wish that you're, you're, uh, you're, um, say, say you're on the last, say you're, uh, fighting this boss and you realize this isn't going to go my way, but your, your, your last move is on a demon and you just want to escape. You can't escape. You can't use items like a smoke bomb to get the fuck out of there. So you're fucked. You're dead. Yeah. But then, but then you get the ability to buy it with something called glory where these demons can now use items, and it's like, oh great! Now, now this demon that I have out because he is um, because he's a great healer, and I want a healer. Yeah. But for example, um, say um, okay, say I'm facing um, an enemy that that is not resistant, blocks um, light Something. light attacks. Okay, because mm -hmm. this this actually nearly happened to me. I have. Um, uh, one of the I have an angel with me. I can't remember which one, but he's a great healer, great healer. But he can't attack the enemy. Okay. Without this, without this, um, without the uh, ability to use items, he can only heal. So he's pretty much using up a slot. So it's like, why have I got you out? But with items, he can use shards and gems, which allow okay. him to use items to deal damage to this guy. That's pretty useful. But again. You get this ability in the, in the second area, and it's like, why was this not default? Because this seems pretty... If you're going to have it, then make it default. If you're not going to have it, then don't have it, and people will adapt to being able to do it without it. They'll think on the fly like you start to. True. Like, three, I'm pretty sure that's not a skill in three. I have to think really hard. I'm pretty sure I never had an item on any character, you know, other than the main. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, right, yeah, listen, right. I've, I've rambled too much. Jubei's here, finally, fucking fashionably late, as always. Jubei, what have you been up to? 
Hey yo, everybody. Sorry. Um, oh, he's on the tin can, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure that strip, make I sure am. that cup with the string is uh, secured tightly. I am. I'm on daddy duty right now. I got something to take <laughs> care of. But I know. Um, um, yeah. I, I just, I've literally just been playing Yu-Gi-Oh like all week. I haven't touched Halo. I haven't touched anything else. Doesn't matter what platform I'm on. I'm, I've been playing that shit on PC. I'm playing it on Switch. I have the only thing I haven't played it on is PlayStation because I. Just haven't played it on PlayStation, but I have it linked. So, but I was about to say, yeah. is it, it's, it's cross save. It's cross save, cross cross progression. Once you link your Konami ID to the platforms, whatever you do on another platform is going to show up. It's you literally can just hop between them with no issues. See, right there, right there is the reason why I've not fucking played it. Right there is the reason I've not played it. Konami. I mean, I, I get it. It is Konami, but. I mean, is this it free to is play free. or what? Yeah, it's free to play. It is free to play. Free to play. Yeah. So, yep. if you if you play the tutorial, you do get like somebody stupid is going to spend their gems trying to get like staples and shit, like Monster Reborn, etc. But if you just play the like the the solos and the, the and the tutorials, they give you those for free. Yeah, it seems pretty. You can, you'll just you'll just unlock them. Mm. It's super generous with the with the gems. Hmm. Uh. Alright, fair enough. So then you're, that's because you're an early adopter as more people get in it. I mean, I, I already know I already know it's going to turn south at some point. I already oh, know yeah. this, but, it, it's but, know. Jumping, but jumping in initially, <laughs> like, I, I haven't, I, I was expecting to hit a wall, you know? I mean, I went from bronze to platinum in like two days. So, I dropped out of platinum because I lost a couple of games, but I got like four games to get back into platinum and then... I'll see if I can get to plat one and then stop playing rank for a while until the season's over. Okay, so what, um, basically what you're basically saying is at some point we're going to need an intervention. Gotcha. Yeah, pretty much. It's yeah. it's addicting. It's super addicting. All right, fair enough, fair enough. All right, well, uh, finally we're going to move on to the first topic, which is going to take up uh, about another hour of our time. Uh, so Microsoft is uh, has designs and plans uh, because we don't know how it's going to go because the deal isn't finalized until next year. I don't want to hear shit from Jubei or Pharaoh because those are the facts you know that we stand right now. Fuck off! Fuck off! Seriously. Activi uh, Microsoft, uh, Microsoft has bought out Activision Blizzard for the, uh, for the Stone Cold uh, for the Stone, Stone Cold amount of 70 goddamn billion, which, you know, I think at the time, for me, was a shock. But then reports came out that Activision um, re reportedly approached Microsoft for a buyout. And then you mm -hmm. look at all the lawsuits heading Microsoft's way, which, you know, now, fall now falls on... Uh, um, unless they unless they're dealt with uh, before the buyout, then fall on Microsoft to deal with, and given all of the bad press, it made it makes sense that they ended up uh, buying them out, which netted them. Uh, given the fact that they bought Activision Blizzard King, uh, nets them Treyarch, Raven Studios, Mo High Moon, uh, Beanox, Infinity Ward, Demon Ware, Toys for Bob. You know, basically everybody who was fucking slaving on, uh, everybody who was fucking slaving on Activision. So, 
Here's, here, here's the deets uh, as it goes. Uh, so here are some of the games, because I actually have a list of them. Give me a moment. Uh, here are the games, uh, IPs that now Microsoft will own if and when the buy-through goes through. Uh, Apache Air Assault, Blood Drive, Blackthorn, my phone going off, uh, Blur, uh, Cannabel Series, Caesar, Call of Duty, Candy Crush, Commander Keen, apparently, because the last game uh, uh, in the series was actually Activision published, Crash Bandicoot, Diablo, which... To, to me, is a big one. Um, DJ Hero, Empire Earth, Gabriel Knight, Geometry Wars, Guitar Hero, Hi, and Band Hero. Will you just let me fucking finish? I'm literally about to go through all of them, Omar. Where was I? Guitar Hero, including uh, Band Hero, Gun, Hearthstone, Heroes of the Storm, which, Jesus Christ, I haven't heard that name in a while. Hexen, Insta uh, Interstate 76, King's Quest, which it'd be interesting to see King's Quest come back, actually, because that's been dead for a long time. Laura Bow Mysteries, Little Computer People, The Lost Viking, Mixed Messages, MTX Motor, Motor Tracks, Overwatch, Phantasmagoria. Phantasm God, let's see how many people remember that. Pitfall, Police Quest, Prototype, Rock and Roll Racing, Quest for Glory, River Raid, Singularity, Skylanders, which was a huge fucking, um, huge moneymaker at one point for Activision Blizzard, Social Fortune, Space Quest, Spiral the Dragon, there you go, Omar, StarCraft, which is a big one, makes me wonder if we're going to get a StarCraft 3 at some point now, uh, Street Hoops, Tenchu, uh, the first three games only, apparently, Time Shift, the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater series, which I think a lot of people forget. Even the true crime games, which a lot of people forget, uh, because they own the IP for that. Um, true crime streets of uh, true crime streets of LA and New York City. Um, Sleeping Dogs doesn't count because that was originally going to be uh, true crime Hong Kong before the studio left and made Sleeping Dogs. That's why that changed name. Uh, Wizards and Warriors, World of Warcraft, which is another big one. Reckless, Zenji, and Zork. That's all the that is all of the games now that Activision will potentially hold in uh oh, twelve months time. So first of all, uh Kofi, I'd like your opinion first, uh being a place being predominantly a PlayStation guy, and clearly one of the biggest fans of Activision Blizzard here. Uh what are your initial thoughts? What were your initial reactions when you saw this news? Fucking hell, did someone turn off the life support again? Yeah. Alright. Might... Yeah. Daryl, you first then. Wait, who was that? Was that me? I'm yes, sorry. Kofi! Mm. Oh crap. I'm sorry, guys. Well, I <laughs> Fuck, we thought I'm someone had so pulled the plug. Oh, I'm so sorry, guys. Okay, so uh, I have my children kind of yelling at me on and off. I know. But, but you were talking about basically talking about all the things that they could potentially bring back, right? In 12, like, well, potentially own and bring back in 12 months. Okay. I wanted your initial reaction when you heard about the buyout. Okay, my initial reaction was I almost crashed my car. <laughs> and I had no idea what was going on. I was actually driving my son to daycare. 
uh, actually his, his this one my older one so school and um i just was trying to wrap my head around it and i don't curse in front of my kids almost curse in front of my my child and uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> i was just like my goodness what it, what it, what is going you know the thing is i haven't been on twitter but i know twitter was a storm i know that you know accounts are blowing up yeah um and um and then i started to think about all the negative things like the things I don't like are people writing articles like, well, in order to counter that, Sony, they got to go buy Take-Two. I mean, how are they going to keep up? We so, got so, to go buy something. Buy, buy, buy. So basically, Farrell, when he's saying, oh, if, if Sony's got to go and buy this as retaliation and shit like that, because that's all he's been fucking saying. Like earlier when he was saying that he's not a at all. I don't know it's if Farrell's like... I well, I, I, I haven't even talked about it much. But I don't know if Pharaoh's like actually hype on it. Pharaoh's very cold and calculating. He doesn't really like get excited about Sony getting yeah. But I just see some people like in their articles they're saying like I don't know they're just super over the top like Sony is like buy this now and and maybe there are some purchases or some IPs that Sony could certainly revive and it would help them out this generation. Uh, Xbox is obviously looking beyond this generation, the next twenty years, thirty years. And um, that that's it's a negative to me because I don't. Sometimes I feel like Sony listens to like really loud, influential people, and I don't personally agree with them for my uh, my take. Like for example, uh, a lot of fans want a Game Pass type of system for PlayStation, where they have day and date games coming out on in this service. Maybe that will work for Sony at some point. But to me, the, the paradigm of how expensive individual games are for PlayStation right now, I just see the quality of the games going down. That's just my opinion. Maybe I'm wrong, all right? I know that this is an ongoing debate that, oh, yeah, they can sustain it and just bill everybody $120 a year or whatever you know the Game Pass rate is. Um, but I personally just don't agree with that. Um, I don't... And I feel like the, you know Benjamin Ryan says, oh, we're coming out with a Game Pass competitor, which technically... Is so open, right? That he, mm -hmm. he could mean something that makes it more lucrative for game, um, not for Game Pass, um, for PlayStation gamers. Not necessarily trying to get people out of the Game Pass ecosystem into his ecosystem. He just thinks that, uh, to be honest, to me, that's like just a competitor, something that seems lucrative that will be its own thing. Whether it's backwards compatibility, Spartacus, all that stuff. Okay, uh, once I've like mulled over all that, and, and by the way, yeah. It, it, in terms of the console war thing, uh, big up to them. They are um, very serious about long-term investment in, in, in franchises. Okay, after all the negative that I felt, I did see some positives because I don't like Activision's games at all. Like, there's almost no... Okay, I own Overwatch. I... Um, I and, I and World of Warcraft is fine. But I just don't care about so many of these franchises and I see many of them going south. I'll, I'll bring up for Overwatch 2. Uh, originally, um, Overwatch 2 was supposed to be an evolution of story with all of these great characters that they had, right? Where uh, a new PvE uh, expansion or uh, you know new game was supposed to be in development. The lead creator on this left, and we found out kind of through the cracks what he originally wanted. But, of course, uh, Game Pass got... Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Overwatch got delayed. That person left. Um, so all these bad things are happening. The bad press. The annualization of Call of Duties makes me sick. I thought Call of Duty was going to die 10 years ago. So no, <laughs> obviously you, eating you, crow you, on you, that. You, yeah, you are. You're, you're eating severe crow on that. I mean, then again, with the last two fucking releases, uh, I mean... 
it, especially with Vanguard, we'll get into Vanguard in the debate in yeah. the debate section later. But like, Call of Duty wasn't looking so goddamn hot. It, like, Modern Warfare was the shot right. in the arm for them, but then they just fucking fumbled it with the with. And I I like Cold War zombies. Like, I'll admit that, and I really like the story. In fact, That's I would say one thing I like. I'd say I but I also say that the campaign for Cold War was actually pretty goddamn good. Okay. But like they, like, they, like, they just kept fucking stumbling and then fucking Sledgehammer. Why why is Sledgehammer still allowed to make Call of Duty games? They're shit. And, and, and like, if we're speaking about like the, the rotation of devs for, for, for um, Call of Duty, I feel like I've heard a lot of negative about how Raven has been treated. To my understanding, oh, yeah. their Q&A for these games, very critical step in like, how are you going to have three different devs rotate one IP and your Q and A team is like desecrated. That just doesn't make oh, any sense. It's supposed to be quality. Their um, fucking Q A team is unionized now because of all well, the bullshit good for them recently. At this point, yeah, good for them at this point. So, like, I, I guess I want to say, all in all, Xbox. I now nothing's official. Obviously, it'll be probably June twenty twenty three before we know all this is finalized. The final but details. But if Xbox can bring a change to the culture over time, it's going to take time. It's going to take ten years. Oh no, they, they, they've already turned right back. The culture, yeah, but they've already, like, it's already been confirmed. A lot of higher management, uh, Activision is fucking gone. What if this deal That's, goes, if this great. deal goes full through, most of upper management, uh, uh, um, Activision Blizzard is fucking gone. The CEO is gone. Which is, Sounds which good honestly, me. I think was universally fucking cheered. Even if you didn't like the fact that Microsoft was buying out Activision and the implications right. that that had. I think even people right. like that were cheering that that fuck that fucking shit staying on the underwear of life is gone. Yes. So like, yeah. Building on that, the fact that uh, something like I've heard rumors that maybe Call of Duty won't be annualized yes, anymore. That. Who knows if that'll ever happen? But that's fantastic to me because I think a year off for that franchise would make um a, a winter uh, software sales uh, season look like. Oh no, the gaming industry is changing because Call of Duty wasn't released and now like all the numbers are different and should you buy a console? But it gives those devs a chance to maybe hunker down and release something truly great, in part, my personal opinion. Things like that is what I think we need in the industry. So maybe Xbox could really save this whole conglomerate of devs long term. Yeah, that, that's the positive I'm taking away. The worst part is, I fully agree with you, and this was a step that Activision themselves should have taken, because you could turn around and say, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll release one every two years, because they literally have fucking Warzone to hold everybody over. Yeah, For that year, that's they have true. Warzone that they could have, like, say, Raven Studios. Raven, you are now fully in charge of Warzone, which they already were. We want you to keep updating it through that year. We want you, to up we want you solely on this... And, like, it will be constantly updated and stuff. And when the next Call of Duty comes out, integrate stuff from the new Call of Duty into it. Because then you can have Activision... Sorry, you can have Infinity Ward making game one... Uh, uh, gear one game. Then two, then two years later, um, Infinity Ward makes another. And then three years later, someone else makes one. Because I don't want Sledgehammer ever fucking making another, another fucking Call of Duty game. No, all of their fucking Call of Duty games have damn near fucking failed. All of them. Because they fucking suck. And not even Raven liked working with them. That's why they got the boot off of the Cold War game and Treyarch was bought in. Because Raven did... Do you want to know... 
Because then you've got right. extra gears that these developers could... You've literally got yes. another year on top of that. Because it was supposed to be a year system where Infinity War... This was how it was meant to be. Infinity War brings out a Call of Duty. Treyarch brings right. out a Call of Duty. Slayer... Uh, sl- uh, fucking Sledge shit brings out a Call of Duty. So there, there was supposed right. to be a three-year rotation system. Now, right. if they do it that way, it could be a four-year system for each of them. Yeah, I mean, I, I would like something transcendent. This sounds really dramatic, but I feel like the the system of first person shooters has been really great. Like, I think of something like Apex Legends. But what's the next level for a great first person shooter? We Can we have some collaboration well, between two of these devs that make something truly memorable, well, like Halo up. Two, Halo Three type memorable? That will actually be Do something wanna... for the debate, actually. Okay, okay, uh, uh, that's know... all I have. Do you want to know how bad, and I mean how bad, the CEO of Activision was? He wanted to buy Kotaku and other, um, what's called, um, pub, um, news, a news company just so he can kill uh, the information that will be spread out. Like, he is bad motherfucker. And he is also the one that approached appointee Microsoft with uh, the buyout. But go ahead, continue. Yeah, yeah, apparently Microsoft wasn't even the only one. They were approaching other suitors to buy them out. Because like yeah. I said, with everything looming over them, like that, that, wasn't, that, that, wasn't, that wasn't a cloud over their head. That was a fucking mushroom cloud that was looming over them. That's what was over Activision at the time. All right, um... You know, yeah, fuck it. Farrell, what was your, what was your uh, initial thoughts on the uh, on the news? Um, can't really say I was shocked by it. Um, I mean, I was shocked at how much they were willing to spend. Yeah, um, seventy billion. Yeah, seventy billion. But I mean, I've been saying all along. I think Xbox is trying to get to about forty studios. This puts them puts them around thirty two. So, I mean, I think the move makes sense for them. Uh, I think Call of Duty fits very well into that Game Pass model. Um, so, I mean, not. I just think it fits. I think it fits their long-term goals. Um, uh, and that's, that's pretty much my, my, my initial reaction. Like, yeah, it was, it was a big move. It was, it was shocking. Um, you know, it had a shock factor because nobody saw it coming. But at the same time, I, I kind of think it fits with, you know, the overall goal of where they're, where they're heading, you know, in the next five years. All right, fair enough. Uh, Omar, what was your initial thoughts on the, uh, the news of the buyout? I, wow, yeah, uh, that was uh, a big one. Um, when I start find out the amount of IP that they now own, they're like, wow. And then my question starts to them like, I am of the belief now, Phil Spencer hold the Golden Goose, and he could be able to put Game Pass now on PlayStation by putting Call of Duty on Game Pass and say, if you want Call of Duty, you need to have Game Pass. And... Sony might genuinely cave for that. And he could possibly do that with other IPs with Nintendo. Like, for example, you have Pyro, you have Pyro, you have Crash, 
you won't crash, you won't spiral, uh, pad or else you're not gonna like he has so many possibilities now and I've seen people think that uh, they're not gonna put Call of Duty on Grey Pass. I truly believe they're gonna do they're gonna do so. It's only a matter of when the deal uh not um, a matter of oh, when, not if. Other than that I mean, yeah it's uh, yeah go ahead Pharaoh. I was gonna say if Halo's there, then Call of Duty's gonna be there. Like if their biggest franchise is there, uh, Call of Duty's gonna be a game pass. Yeah. So other than that, it's uh, I'm curious if Microsoft gonna revise a few APs. Like for example, a prototype would be nice. Uh, even a new crash would be nice. I'm curious how they're gonna go with their IPs and. Other than that, yeah, I'm also curious which IPs are going to keep exclusive, which IPs are going to go to PlayStation. All going to be exclusive. Oh, anyway, uh, uh, Zero, what are, you, what are your thoughts on this? What were your initial reaction? Oh, man. I, to wake up to $70 billion being spent is insane from a gaming perspective um like you know when the last time they did it if the rumor mill was already out so it was like all right yeah they'll probably pick up bethesda how much are they going to pay it for cool but to just sort of just like it 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 feels like they just rolled over and was like yeah i'll do it and just hit a button and was like we're good here thank thanks for coming thanks for playing guys but like don't ever forget we are one of the most wealthiest companies on the planet um, and what we want to buy is what, what we want to buy. I think well, uh, they even overpaid wanna... for it. Huh? No, underpaid. Uh, I'll look into the. I'll actually look into the numbers because I. Well, I want to check the alle- before the allegations. The company was worth the stock price was at a hundred dollars. Second. So, so they agreed to a stock price. They agreed to a stock price of ninety five dollars. See, because uh, the the annual revenue of I think in twenty twenty for Activision Blizzard was uh, eight billion, eight point one billion. Um, so again, just just something to point out. Like it's clear that now Microsoft is injecting their own money into like the Xbox division. Now I'm I'm talking predominantly. I'm talking like the the eight billion, the seven eight billion they spent on um, Bethesda. Bethesda. Cinema. Yeah, kind of. It actually falls within their gaming revenue. Um, their their gaming revenue of the Xbox division, because I believe their gaming revenue is around eleven point six billion. Um, it was their gaming revenue uh, as of twenty twenty, I believe. Uh, so that falls in, but now they spent seventy billion on Activision. It's clear that this is a Microsoft move, not just a move from the wallet of the Xbox division. Like it's it's now all it's now Microsoft being hands on inside this space. Yeah, which is, uh, you know, way back what me and Pharaoh were sort of talking about when like when Microsoft proper decides to like pay this attention, things are going to be very different, and it and it's not. It's it's, not, it's Microsoft, the computer giant, not just Xbox. And you know this is why 
I understand that it's very possible that this deal could not go through with everything that deals with antitrust. But if you think that Microsoft has not dealt with antitrust issues and gotten past them before, you have not been paying attention. You can watch the deposition of Bill Gates. And there is a there are two famous videos I always like to think about. There is a deposition of Bill Gates and there is a deposition of Little Wayne years ago. They look almost exactly identical in how these two men are answering the questions. Both of these dudes know exactly how the game is played and know what to do and what not to do. Um, and when Microsoft proper is getting involved, for better or for worse, I'm not saying this is necessarily a good thing. I'm just saying, do not be surprised if they find some way to skirt the system. Right. I have absolutely zero doubt in my mind that they knew these new laws were on in the pipeline. Right, so looking at macro trends... Uh, Activision Blizzard's net worth um, from 20, 2020, uh, 2006 to 2021, uh, by the looks of this, and I'll bring it up on screen, uh, they actually overpaid for Activision because as of yeah, it's just a- the 10th, as uh, as of the 10th of, let me say, I'm trying to I'm trying to align this properly so it shows the 10th of the first. So this was obviously before the purchase. I'm fucking getting that. There we go. Ten for the first, uh, 2022. Uh, their estimated net, their estimated worth was 15.87 b. So I'm assuming that means billions. So the company uh, was worth 50. Uh, 50.87 billion dollars. As of when? Uh, the tenth of the the tenth of the first 2020. 2022, sorry. Was that was that prior to the allegations? Uh, that was after allegations. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Uh, prior to the allegations. No, but you said no, no, no. But you said they yeah, underpaid, but they overpaid. They overpaid by 20 billion. They made, yeah, they, they they made Microsoft pay them based on what their value is. Want what they expect their value to be once this once these allegations are behind. Them. When did the allegations come out? The state's been investigating them for quite some time. Yes, yeah, it's, it's more than a year old. But their their stock yeah. price was over was over a hundred dollars. It dropped. I'm to six, It dropped. It dropped. It dropped to sixty. It dropped to sixty something. Um, at the time, but before the time the deal took place, they agreed. They agreed to a stock price of ninety five dollars. If you can find so out when short, that is, I can. I, I'm look like I say. If you can look at that, I can go back to literally uh, a whole year. Like, I mean, I, I read I, I read the Bloomberg article. It, they they did it based on what the on what the value is. I read a couple articles on it. They did it based on what the value was prior to these allegations took place. Well, if these well then they did all underpay because um at uh when was this the twelfth of the the yeah the second of the twelfth twenty twenty one they were they were worth eighty billion. And, and then, and part of then that it goes, goes down and up in peaks and valleys, and it's only within the last. Um, I would let me see. Uh, from t- uh, the twenty sixth of July last year, all the way until recently, they've been in they've been in a free fall. Yeah, and you know they probably also might have to pay whatever it is to handle any of the issues that Activision and Blizzard have been a part of. Well, that's if that doesn't get sorted out before those, the purchase. Those are going to be settled before the Ch- purchase is done. 
Possibly, but like your forecaster should probably be including that in your price tag if you're doing that. Like, how much is this going to cost us? Because we're acquiring these people and they've been in the news fairly recently. Um, you know, what is what is what is Bobby K's golden parachute look like? How much is that going to cost us? What is the board's three hundred and seventy-five million dollars? Bitch, I, yeah, I, I, you know what? Give him give it, give him something golden, but don't make it a parachute. But make it a fucking anchor and throw him in the fucking ocean. Yeah. So like I. There's a part of me that's worried. I'm a little like Kofi on it. I see the good parts of it. Like I really do hope that they can fix the Activision Blizzard situation. Um, that they have better quality control. That people are taken care of. Perhaps their workers can unionize. Um, I really would hope that because currently what they were doing wasn't working. So somebody well, does Microsoft like, have a union? You know, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I would think I would think that un, I would think that union would be dissolved under Microsoft. I would. I well, would I mean, I don't think. I mean, outside of like the Raven Software guys, they don't have a one proper. My thought would be hopefully under Microsoft they can get one. I, um, I and, think you know, they're setting a very bad precedent with allowing someone like uh, Bobby Kick to get three hundred mil as an uh, a way out. Uh, Situation. But they're not starting anything. This is pretty much the most common thing ever with big business acquisitions. It's not just I mean, that. You also need to think about like how many, is he getting that money because of the buyout? Because of that's how much in stock he owned in Microsoft uh, in uh, yeah. Activision yeah. Blizzard. Yeah, it's very so it's, 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 it's unavoidable. It's unavoidable. Yeah, they, it, 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 they, they legally can't take his stocks from him. No. So they, like they're hit. They, they, either, they either buy him out or they they take every it's, other person's shares but him and he somehow sticks around. Yeah. And so I they I'd be willing to bet of one day he will just be gone. Obviously they can't say it now because like the ink is not dry. Oh no, no, um, they've already turned around and said no, it's it's already pretty much set. Set that what if and when this deal goes through at the end of next year, he's gone. He yeah, will not be right. a part of Activision anymore. Yeah, it won't, and maybe they'll make a big deal about it. Who knows? Um, but hopefully, it sh- sets the ship right on Activision and Blizzard and StarCraft Three can come back out. I can feel better about buying their games again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe some old class. I don't think any old classes are really coming back. I keep seeing. Maybe I just need to like check my bias about certain things. I keep people seeing people. One, keep seeing people bring up Spyro. No, like Spyro was Spyro was never better than Crash. Spyro was always just okay. No one cares about Spyro. Uh, that's okay. That's a, that's, let, that's a lie. I, I, I care about I'm, Spyro. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying how I feel. Okay. Don't nobody care about Spyro in the same way. Like don't nobody care about factions. For the last of us and that nonsense. No, well, nobody cared. Um, it, like it, it, the last one was what 2018, well, which was a uh, remastered of the original. Hold on, hold on, hold on. If we're gonna, if we're gonna throw that fucking shit. If we're gonna throw that shit there, okay. Let's actually look. Let's actually break down the internals of what the fuck's going on in Activision and why we haven't got a new Spyro game. Let's not fucking forget the only game before for Crash Bandicoot was that insane trilogy, which led to Crash Four. And unfortunately, after that, um, after that Spyro trilogy, you got to remember, after uh, toy, after Toys for Bob had finished with um, 
with um, uh, Crash 4, they were immediately shackled to work on Call of Duty. No, I'm not checking for Spyro. The only reason why Spyro even came up is, for me, precisely why you said. Because it wasn't, oh my god, Spyro like games this, got pulled this... off. It was just, oh my god, they got pulled off to make, uh, Call of Duty again. It's because people don't care about Call of Duty. They got pulled off to make something else. I'm not checking for Spyro. I'm staying by it. I'll die on this hill. You're I'll say you, I will fucking shoot you dead on that fucking Spyro hill. Is still, There's Spyro no... is still big, though, because they need... <laughs> Xbox, Xbox needs kids' games for their Game Pass library. And again, they're, it's, they're desperately lacking in children games. The reason so. why we don't get anything but Call of Duty from the I, Activision I, side of everything is because literally, and I kid you not, literally all of their studios were working on Call of Duty. Every single one of them was shackled to Call of Duty. It will always be the biggest eh to me. Ev, it always has been. And that, like, will be, and that will be your biggest mistake the world ever. To, set the world on blaze. I, I'm happy to be proven wrong. Until they do, I'm not checking for Spyro. I'm not, and I never will. I never have, and I never will. <laughs> like, so, okay, Spyro, cool. Crash, I'm barely there, but I get Crash. Like, originally, it's, it is one of the best-selling PlayStation games ever, or series. So, fine. You get to go and, like, be there. Um, so, but there are a bunch of old properties maybe they'll bring back. Others that will just stay dead, like Heretic is probably never coming back, so, like, I don't have to worry about that. Even though I would love it, Heretic would be fantastic if it came back. Well, they already said they're bringing back a bunch of, uh, franchises. They even had, like, a couple, like, you know, dead franchises, like, like StarCraft on their banner when they announced the, uh... I wouldn't, I wouldn't argue that StarCraft is dead, though. Just fairly dormant for a while, but like, Starcraft, still Starcraft big, is still pretty, big in the PC scene. There's still Starcraft yeah. tournaments. Yeah, it's still pretty big there. It's just it always takes a long ass time for those games to come out between them. Um, but you know, on, that's the good side. Hopefully, we get some new games out here. Um, they people get better working conditions, and bad actors get kicked out of the, the pool. On the other side, I keep thinking. I look back to every time I see Disney doing something. I'm just like. I don't know, man. Consolidation always feels weird, um, and it, they're free to do so, but like it makes this weird arms race where it stops being about like finding the best and just sort of like acquiring everything, even if they're not the best. It's just let's just acquire it all, um, and I I don't know, like it. I hope that Microsoft wasn't, and so far it doesn't seem that they have, but you know, when I look at a Disney property, everything sort of bleeds together now. Like, Oh no, it already bleeds together. Why do you reckon Jubei and Pharaoh can't shut the fuck up about Game Pass? It's already bleed. It's already bled together. I mean, and Game Pass is fine, like, I got no beef. I've never had beef with Game Pass. Um, I, I, I just, it's just awkward for me that, like, Microsoft could realistically buy so much more. The camp. And like that just feels weird to they me. Can. But that, like, legally they can't. It's up to there's the court. Legally, there's there's nothing, there's nothing that, legally like, to stop them. They're yeah. not they're nowhere uh, near. We got hold on, I got well, I'll get to that with the with this actual yeah. with this way. Actual there's certainly lawyer. a legal wall they can run up on. They haven't hit it yet. 
at least as far as we've seen. Well, I got, I got, I've got an actual quote. I've got an actual. I've actually got quotes from an actual fucking lawyer. You know, someone who who specifies in law. Then I'm gonna get to after I've got everybody's initial reactions. I mean, Hoglaw, who specializes in merger and acquisitions, that's what he does as a as a profession, and he does he does a lot of the gaming stuff. I don't he's done like, we're acting as if people have not skirted the law before, but that's fine. Yeah, we'll, he, we'll he's done it. like several videos on you know what Microsoft's capability is beyond this. I, I, it's fine. It like again, I, the two sides of my Twitter is always Microsoft can't do this, but like Microsoft is also part of part of the Illuminati. Like, <laughs> the Illuminati. So like which one are they? Bro? Like they can't simultaneously on one hand rule the world but also be jammed up by legal proceedings. Well they already like, rule they, the world. That's both. why everything we, runs we, up we like in Windows te- we Windows. Don't see, but everything doesn't, right? Because that's not a monopoly. Yeah, we don't see companies who are who are third place and market share be denied an acquisition. Okay, just, right. You know what? It I'm, doesn't happen. I'm going to. Uh, that's something else I'm going to bring up as well because I'd love to know where all where this market share comes from because I've got I've got my own yearly thing, revenue. I've got my own yeah. thing here. I, yeah, because I've got my own thing here when it comes to this. Then because if we're talking yearly revenue, that is not indicative of market. Uh, percentage that they own that's just indicative of revenue they don't, they, but they own. don't own they don't own enough market share now, they, even if you go by studio there's no metric that you would that you would have that says microsoft owns the market or a majority of it we'll see so right. like I, said, I, I just what i just I, I hope that they're able to fix some things consolidation feels a little weird to me um so it, it is a it is a cautious optimism um, because one of the things I've always worried about Microsoft is like because their checkbook is sort of always open, um, or can always be open. It, sometimes it feels like that limits the freedom, uh, or it gives too much freedom. And to me, freedom is basically the enemy of creativity. So sometimes when you're I mean, a small studio who's just struggling to try to make it work, and you put your best thousand percent effort out there. And you knock it out of the park, it you pay, it pays off dividends. Sometimes, and we've seen this with Sony. If you don't make our numbers and sort of follow the rules of the other people in our company who don't make the numbers, then we're just done with you. And I certainly wouldn't want that to happen. Well, I mean, the the one optimism we can have when it comes to Xbox is if we look at most of their studio purchases over the past five years, um, almost all of them are working on a new IP. This is true. Or have released a new IP already. So waiting for perfect news on Perfect Dark. It'll come out the same time as Metro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, now Jube, I finally can get to Jubed's initial thoughts on the purchase, but I don't think they're going to... Uh, I think they might be a bit more excited than uh, than Pharaoh's, but pretty much along the same line. Go on, Pharaoh. Uh, go on, uh, Jubed. What were your initial thoughts? Um, To be honest... um. I just kind of felt like I, I was shocked. I had to check like four or five sources to make sure like that wasn't like a prank. Because it's like the first thing I see on Twitter is people in spaces crying about it. Um, like to be honest, Activision needed some help, and I'd rather it go to Microsoft than somebody like Google or Facebook because they have enough legal and bullshit going on. Um, <clears throat> I'm just more so trying to 
figure out how they're going to incorporate these studios and if they're going to make a commitment to um, bringing back like those older IPs and things like that. Because, um, I mean, it doesn't really make much sense to buy something like that and then, you know, not put a team like uh, Toys for Bob making a, a Banjo-Kazooie game because obviously they show they can make platformers, you know. I do um, it, yeah. I mean, that, that sounds like a good fucking use of Toys for Bob. Okay. Yeah, instead of them being support staff for Call of Duty. Exactly. Like, I don't want to see any more support that's, staff for Call of Duty. That, that, is, that is the, that is the be, benefit. There could be one or two Call of, Call of Duty studios that you can rotate between two, or even just one if you're not going to make it a perennial thing. If it's not yearly, just make it one. I'd and say, call it good. I'd say get rid of We're see a bunch of new games come out of this. I want I I want to see. I mean, Treyarch came out with Zombie. I want to see Treyarch come out with something else. I want to see Treyarch, Treyarch come out with something that they want to do. That's not necessarily Call of Duty related. No, I agree. Like, it's an it's, it's exciting in that sense because you get to see hopefully new studios. Stretch. We might see we might see a StarCraft three. We might get StarCraft if that you know. That'll never happen. That'll never happen because we're uh, not lucky. You know, WoW might actually be good again. I mean, it's 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 a lot to be hopeful for. As far as people being upset about it, I mean, you had one company that pretty much locked a whole other company out of an entire region and genre with Sony, with all the, the JRPGs and things like that. I, why Why is it okay in that case, but it's not okay for... For another company to do what you ask them to do, which is compete and give a damn about it, like now, now it's a problem. See, I, I, uh, there's so much I could say about that. I mean, it's it's okay, to, it's okay to money hat exclusives, but it's not okay to buy the publishers. See, so you don't have the money. Here's here's my here's my thought. Like you, you turn around and say that though, but I question was. No, no, but what, what, all, I'm going to say this. Sony was not playing fair. They wanted to get Xbox out of the game. And they, their moves in the, the PS4 showed that. Like, 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 come on. Like, okay, literally, yeah. like, yeah, we're just going to that... cut you guys off from Japanese devs pretty much. You're never going to get a Persona game there. It's just never going to happen. Is that, hold on. Is that not a Microsoft to, or rather their fan base that don't buy this. Uh, that's what I was to... actually about to bring no, up. It's, it's not, even, it's not about buying it, but when, you, when me, you know... No, it's after you know no, no, hold on, hold on. Look, look at Capcom. Capcom. Microsoft, PlayStation doesn't have any uh, connection with with Capcom like that. And Capcom came out and said, we're gonna, we're not gonna put Ace Attorney on Xbox because Xbox fan base doesn't buy the game. That's not an opinion. That's a factual statement. Okay. It's it's a factual thing, but I'm let me get my point out. So, anyway, um, okay, you can you can say they don't buy the games, but I mean it's kind of hard. Like it's a niche genre anyway. You act like Japanese games are like uber popular and like high the highest selling things. No, that goes to no. the rest. Of the, world. That's you, the thing is when you lock away when you lock away when you lock away, away, away mainline like when you lock away the big games then you, then that audience goes to that platform. Thank you. That's see, I it's see, like, I disagree with that because like you bought all Persona no. and you bought all Persona. Let's use them. They weren't just exclusive to PlayStation. They were also on Nintendo platforms. So how would Which they... is another Japanese company? Fuck! 
So, no, how, no, so then, how was it locked away when they clearly go to other platforms? You said they were locked away, but they clearly weren't locked away. Don't matter if the Japanese... They were locked away to Japanese companies. That's what it was. That doesn't matter. You're saying they were locked away, but the problem is you said they were locked away by PlayStation. Sony locked them away, but they didn't because they came out on Nintendo. It doesn't matter if... Being the fact that they're a Japanese company is completely irrelevant. They went so, to another so fucking did, did, studio. Did the Persona sell more on PlayStation or Nintendo? Actually, it depends on which one you're asking. The answer is PlayStation, the market leader. If you're going to look for Japanese games, chances are you're going to look at what two companies? Nintendo or PlayStation? PlayStation having the more rabid fan base, even though, yeah, the Wii sold a shit ton. PlayStation still generates more revenue. Okay, so let, let me ask you. Like, let we're me not going to sit here and argue about this. Like, let like, me ask you. Why is it isn't the de facto place to go get your Japanese but, games? Because it but, is. But it's let still me ask you. Cold let hard me, fact. Me, I'm sorry. Don't hold on. Don't muddy the water though. Because the cold hard fact though is still they weren't locked away to just Sony. Let me ask you this. Like, what, hold on, no, 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 hold on. Wait, hearing that, hold on. Hearing that, yes or no? Because you like, you like doing this to me. I'm gonna fucking do it to you. Yes or no? Were they locked away to just Sony? Yes or no? If they came out on Nintendo, were they... Yes or no? Yes or no? No, you do this to me. I'm doing it to fucking you. Yes or no? Were they locked away to Sony if they also came out on Nintendo? Do you think Nintendo would intentionally withhold games from Xbox like that? No. No, they wouldn't. Let, let me ask you this. Hold on. It's I want Kofi's take on this, given the fact that he's more of the yeah. Japanese ga- game guy. I want to know your opinion so, on that. Why, no, why I just want to say this. I just want to say this. Let me ask, let me ask you guys this. If, why doesn't... Uh, is Shin Megami Sensei 5 on PlayStation, yes or no? Doesn't Which matter. My bullshit! No, don't try and pull that bullshit. Answer the man's question. You asked me to go. Shut the fuck up and let me go. I'm not going. I'm not going to sit here and do this. So, if you got, if you, if I can only play Street Fighter on PlayStation and PC, that is locking a fucking company out of fucking Japanese games. Thank you very fucking much. Don't say that. You're using a very specific shit with with fucking Persona and shit. Like the game I cared about, Street Fighter. I had to go get a PlayStation to get that. I had no other fucking option. Do you know why is that the case? That's it. Do you know why is that the case? Do you know why is that the case? It doesn't matter if Sony fucking funded it. I don't give a shit if they funded it. That's a you issue then. That genuinely a you that game has been so on now, one, well, one. So now, so now that same that same thing is a you is a you issue for Call of Duty and everything else that Xbox is funding. That's why they're moving. Because they're PlayStation, but these same people that are complaining, oh, these games are gonna go exclusive. Y'all just fucking let Sony do that to a whole ass fucking game. Like, like, like you saying, like you, you saying that's a you saying that's a you problem is exactly why Xbox is no, Pedro, no, 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 Pedro. If not, no, Pedro. If not for PlayStation. This game would have never existed. Street Fighter Four or this would have never would have never seen the day of the life. Now, now you're saying they're too broke to make a Street Fighter. That's what you're saying. Did, did Street Fighter no, also prepare to make? No, no. Okay, cut, mean, let me cut off. Let me cut off. I'm using host privilege. I'm cutting off. First of all, I've got. I just like to make my point clear. My point. The reason why I was going hard at you, Jube, was pure because your your argument, in my opinion, the foundation was crumbling as fuck. 
I've got no problem with the fact that if if mm-hmm. uh, games if games come out uh, exclusive to Xbox because they own the company. Just your 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 argument was just not on any kind of sound foundation. Now, as far as if they fund uh, if a get if a game is funded because it's got no chance of coming out without getting funding. No, that is a different story because you are funding it. I mean, God, the other the argument, and this is going to zero side. This is going to zero side the pond. That like, you could throw that argument to Bayonetta two. Bayonetta two would yeah, have never have happened. Though. Bayonetta two would never have happened without Nintendo's funding, and that came out exclusive on uh, the Switch. And like it's a that is the same thing that happened yeah. with Street Fighter. Like it, that game oh, would yeah. never have actually existed because at the that time. Same argument though, Xbox funds third party games, and those third party games make it to PlayStation. They fully fund games that go to PlayStation. No, they're literally locked oh, no. in. No, they do. They, they do. It, there is no no. They literally fully fund games and don't require them to be exclusive. I'd like a name of those actually, so I can look them up. I'd also just jump back and say, at least for the Street Fighter Five thing, we know very clearly the Bayonetta issue. Like they've come out and said it. Like we went to everyone, yep. and no one would give us anything yep. until Nintendo. That one's true. Do right. we know that to be true? People, you keep hearing people saying. Hold on, let me look into it. We know so, that place. We know that Sony helped, but do we know that Capcom was like, "Hey, man, we'd like to make Street Fighter Five, and people were like, "Nah, we're good." And well, so go look, go look at a game like Yakuza. A lot of uh, companies, Microsoft <clears throat> and Nintendo, refused to put Yakuza on the platform. PlayStation is the only company that said, "Okay, go ahead." Create Yakuza and put it on our platform. Is that lucky and come a game out of such system? It's like deals happen. Without deals, some game simply doesn't exist. And that's the thing with the Japanese market. Sadly, Xbox fan base doesn't care about it. Sadly, not all of it, but most of it doesn't. How are you going to fund a game and then release it 15% fucking done? Because Street Fighter definitely wasn't done first. But apparently Sony made it pop over the game to be made. The shit wasn't fucking done until like three or four years after it came out. Yeah, that's kind of funding with that. yeah. That's bullshit. So I, I wanted to... Yeah, Kofi, I want your... I, I, want your I was out... Well, I'll be dead honest. I came into the conversation super late. So I don't know if it's fair for me to like agree with anybody. I'll be dead honest, though. I kind of agreeing with Pharaoh and Jubei based on what I've heard, but I don't know. Like, I'm not sure what the disagreement is. I don't know. Like, okay, so well, basically, basically we're saying that. Oh. Okay, go ahead. No, no, I, w- I was going to say so. From from where I where, I don't actually know where they started. Actually, all I know is is that Jubei brought up the argument that Sony was uh like basically gatekeeping a lot of f- uh, franchises. Uh, like the Persona series, like Sh- like Shimigami Tensei. At least this is why I jumped in, um, and that's that. That's like he's people bitching and complaining that oh these ga- these games are now going to be exclusive to uh, Xbox because they bought them out. But when but didn't call mm-hmm. Sony out for doing the same thing when it came to Persona, uh, Shimigami Tensei, and stuff like that. Now my problem, my my problem with um, Ajube's argument with that was the fact that. A lot of those games came out on other platforms. When he's saying that Sony was gatekeeping them to Sony consoles, my problem with that is the argument is fundamentally flawed because those series had games come out on other platforms. As of recently, for example, Shemegami Tensei Five with uh, and, uh, with the Switch. 
Like, so they weren't exactly gatekeeping everything. And Omar was using the, uh, Omar was using the example that Japanese studios didn't want to use, didn't want to put games on the Xbox because there was just no market for them on it at the time. When clearly there is at least some form of a market now for it with, uh, obviously with them releasing Yakuza and various other games. No, 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 when no. The no, 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 no. When the biggest franchises in a certain genre are kept off, then no, you the, kind of keep that 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 user base off of that platform as well. No, the the Capcom the Capcom example that I gave that's very recent. That's literally a year old. That's not new. Yeah, that's but we not, don't we we don't we don't have any type of proof that Street Fighter Five would not exist today without PlayStation. That's what I was asking. And and, and, no. there, and there's no there's no there's also, no there's nothing there's don't... nothing indicating there there's nothing indicating that Capcom was in some sort of financial strength where they were incapable of of producing a, a fighting game. Also, I'd you like to literally... I just also like to point out a Shin Megami Tensei game did come out for the original Xbox as well. Shin Megami Tensei Nine that did come Bro, out for the original like, Xbox. That game was a fumble. Uh, it was a fumble. I would. <laughs> I would I would say it's much more likely that PlayStation approached Street Fighter about funding their game in turn for exclusivity over that Capcom was not able to develop and fund a Street Fighter game. I will say that Capcom was having financial woes, but I yeah. I couldn't say that definitively proves that they couldn't make a Street Fighter game specifically. Yeah, because I mean, fighting games don't cost fighting games don't cost a ton of money to make. Like Resident Evil costs way more money to make. Than it does to make a a fighting game. Um, uh, okay, hold on. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna slightly I'm gonna I'm gonna slightly lean on that and say that's not entirely true because uh, Resident Evil Three costs a hell of a lot less than Resident Evil Two to make. Are you talking about the old one? Or no, are you talking about I'm like, ta- ne- oh, like next gen both. new asset. Both, both because basic no. Resident Evil 3, Nemesis, and the Resident Evil 3 Remake cost way less than the previous one they made. Did it cost less than Street Fighter? Actually, I think I think uh, Resident Evil 3 did, yes. And again, no one have yet to answer my question or doubt my statement about Capcom literally saying your fanbase, Xbox fanbase, doesn't support the, uh, this franchise Oh, and so we're not simply gonna put it on Xbox. I want that That's... quote. I want that quote. Just but, so, so you're saying like oh you're God. saying that like That's... in the Xbox 360 days, like you're saying like Blue no, Dragon. No, 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 no. This is no. This is literally recent. This is literally a year ago. I covered it. I even shaved. But, what, what, but you're saying you're saying Xbox gamers don't support a thing. I'm saying during during the 360 era, you know, when Xbox was was doing well before these type of deals started taking place that pulled those type of major franchises from Xbox, are you saying that Japanese games did not get support on the Xbox? Because there was plenty of Japanese games on the Xbox back in the 360 era. He's talking recently. He's saying recently, meaning Xbox. Yeah, but, 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 in the, but, but when we switched from, when we switched generations, we started to see those type of deals take place that pulled pillar franchises away from Xbox. Again, that's why I won... That's why I want. That's why I want Omar to send me this quote uh, that he's referencing, so I can look at look at it, look at the time, and see if I can track down a 
Uh, here, so here is the quote. Xbox no, I want one. you to send it to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, I will send it. I will send it. How can I send? I will send it in the um. Yes. On Discord, Discord or yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna send. I send it in Discord, uh, Dante. That's because I, I might be a little confused. Is the idea like there were Capcom games on at Xbox? Yeah, yeah, like, Street Fighter yeah. used to be on Xbox. Yeah. But it depends on the franchise, uh, Zero. It's a game, doesn't it? It's a, if you know uh, a company uh, or a people doesn't fuck with such game, would you put the game on their platform? Everybody plays fighting games. Like, you're saying that you're saying that Mortal Kombat doesn't get played on Xbox. You're saying Dragon Ball Z doesn't get played on Xbox. Like, the fighting genre gets supported on every platform. I think, he's, a, I a, think he's talking dude, more He's talking about more niche titles that will sell like over 500,000 copies on PlayStation, but only like a couple of thousand on Xbox. I think he's what he's getting at. And I just don't know what I just don't know what Capcom games he's talking about because I know. Um, I mean, I, I, the only one in my mind that I think would come close to that would probably be Monster Hunter. But last time Monster I checked, Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter, um, Hunter um, well, did World gangbusters. On, uh, yeah, yeah, Monster Hunter World. I think he did well on Xbox too. Yeah, that's what did I'm. You that's see what the saying. No, did I don't. I sent you? No, I, you want? Wait, did you say it on Discord or Twitter? No, I sent it on Twitter. You're oh, the on the M. Uh, I don't I, use. I guess he's attorney, yeah, right? But that's, that. that's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's literally they say it literally here. Xbox One is considered non-viable with 2019 remaster only selling around thousand copy worldwide on that platform. This, this, okay, this this is sketchy as fuck. I'm sorry. I need to find out where the I need to reverse image search this because I need to know where this is from because, like, j just looking at that, that is that sketchy as fuck. Um, no, I, this was literally from uh, what called um, uh, Capcom uh, um, investment preview. Uh, Red, I'm seeing this. Yeah, I'm seeing this on a Reddit thing. Like, I. I don't know how entirely I trust, I trust this. So, uh, these marketing projections may be outdated. Intended release window, January 2021. Platform Switch, PlayStation 4, Steam. Details below. Price, $40. Uh, languages. Like, what? What game would this be for? Tokyo. Um, bonus content, possible DLC. All 8 Reddit magazine episodes. No tutorial. Zero, uh, zero off episode, three bonus costumes, the great revival stories only in America. Free like Ryuzuki. Hey, Kofi, you know more about Japanese games. What due to Conan Doyle estate issues? Wait, you, mu you must be talking about Phoenix Wright. If yeah, this is definitely yeah. Especially. This is about Phoenix Wright, and however. I, I mean, I Oh, go ahead, go ahead Kofi. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I really remember this kind of fleetingly now, but I do remember the game originally being scheduled for coming out on Xbox and them canceling it. I don't remember. I mean, Omar's actually going to remember this better than me. I don't remember if it was his official statement as to why, but we've seen this every once in a while where a game is scheduled to come out on Xbox and then it gets canceled. And, you know, like, for, the, the, for example, physical versions of Xbox games almost don't come out anymore. Like, like, um, there's a new um game by your favorite, uh, well, one of your favorite dev studios, Reggie. Um, Int Creates. They've got like uh, a new like zero. What is it called? Um, X X something code. I don't remember what it is. There's a digital uh, version I, coming yeah, out on Xbox. 
uh, but only physical and on um, PlayStation and on Switch. Um, and that's kind of what's happening now, I think, with Xbox being good enough with their online service being, you know, internationally available. Uh, but it used to just be that they just cancel it and it wouldn't be available anywhere. So, I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm seeing and, some sort of progress, but and there's I still a ways to go. Crazy. I, I'm almost positive Phoenix Wright was on Xbox. Uh, let me check. I'm, maybe you're right that... Uh, mm, was it, like, though? The Ace Attorney trilogy? I think it did come down. One second. I could be wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm looking it up. Uh, or maybe I'm going to be right, confusing with PC. Yeah, uh, yeah it might no, be PC. One, one did come out for Xbox One. There, okay. There was one for Xbox One because uh, it's even it's even stated under here. Phoenix Wright oh. Ace Attorney came out for Xbox One. Uh, oh yeah, it did. Yeah. Give me a second. Okay. Let, let me find out. So good memory. Xbox. Uh, right. So which one came out? It was. Yep. Yeah, was the Ace Attorney trilogy came out on Xbox? Oh, not too oh, long yeah. ago. Yeah. So like maybe the original. Did. I know there's a, yeah. there's a bunch of them. Um. So I don't know which one, but. I feel like the, the trilogy, which is the newest one, definitely came out. That did. No, that's that's the one I'm referring to. Yeah, the Ace Attorney trilogy did come out on on Xbox uh, two years ago. Yeah, ain't bad at all. So it might be based on what they thought interaction was with that one that they would cancel the sequel because this new one that came out apparently was like a very big big deal for a lot of people. Um, though I haven't played this game at all myself. Yeah, that one I don't know. I, I think that's only on. Is that only on Switch? The great. No, no, it's on X. I mean, it's on Steam and X PlayStation as well. Like, oh, okay. It, it seems like like the biggest, uh, with the exception of obviously Street Five Five, which seems to be a really fucked area. Like a majority of games. So, like really quick, come out, but even niche, even some niche ones from Capcom have come out. Like uh, the the Strider remake. I know that came out on Xbox. The Resident Evil series obviously comes out on Xbox. God damn it, there's no subtlety with this. Really character. quick, like, I want to go back to what Jube had mentioned about... Um, Fucking hell, like, mute what? yourself! Fuck! Who's that? Oh, oh. That's Omar. Um, what uh, Jube said about, you know, PlayStation trying to keep certain IPs in, in their ecosystem. Uh, to, to some degree, I do agree with that. I think of something like when Persona 5 was originally announced for PlayStation 3, and it was during a time where PlayStation was severely losing to Xbox. And often, when I think there's a trend that I'm starting to notice, that when PlayStation has a uh, what they feel like is a losing market share, they typically double down on the exclusives. And it reminds me, uh, so if I bring that back then, right, we've got all these games like Little Big Planet, they acquired, um, they acquired, uh, oh my gosh, Media Molecule on their first game that came out that's kind of rare for them. Then they end up getting Sucker Punch in 2011. All, all these studios that they started to get because they needed to be competitive in the way that 360 was at that time. Now, fast forward to now, right, when Bethesda, this is me putting my conspiracy theory hat on, maybe I'm completely wrong, call me out if I'm wrong, uh, when they bought a Bethesda, forget about Activision Blizzard right now, I think PlayStation had to look internally and say, some of these things that we've paid for time exclusivity for, we might want to extend them. Okay. And maybe that wasn't the original choice that PlayStation had. Like, we want to keep Final Fantasy VII Remake on PlayStation indefinitely. Maybe that wasn't, because it seemed like it was going to come out a year later on Xbox. But then when PlayStation sees Xbox making moves, they're like, look, you're about to get petty again. 
We need to win. So now, if you want PlayStation, you come to PlayStation. I mean, if you want Final Fantasy, you come to PlayStation. And th there's trade-offs for that. This goes back to my other theory, that whenever we see a state of play, in my opinion, Square Enix takes up so much advertisement space of state of plays. Yeah. To the point that we're all bored. But I think it's the trade-off that PlayStation has to make. So Square Enix is like, look, if you want Final Fantasy exclusive, not only will you have to pay us, but you're going to have to like put our games in your state of play. It's like all over it. Like Guardians of the Galaxy, like 15 minutes. Yeah. Because what I was like, going to yeah, say, like, right. if you think about it, if you think about it, if Xbox doesn't make that, that Bethesda purchase, like right now, Sony has Deathloop, Ghostwire Tokyo, and most likely Starfield all as exclusives to their platform. Starfield was never going to be exclusive to just that. They game. were trying to acquire exclusivity for that game. So it, was, it was never going to happen. possible. Would never have happened. Because even at the time, the reason why I believe that would never have happened is because even, even Sony would have needed to break bank to get that exclusivity, even timed exclusivity, for the simple reason. you gotta you got to remember the time. Starfield came out shortly after... Honestly, Bethesda had like one of the worst times in their in their company's history, given all yeah. of what happened with Fallout seventy six and all of the additional blowback that happened with that, with not only the lawsuits but refunds and uh, how even recalls with the special edition helmets that had the mold growing inside of it. With I would also with, with, with their that... financial position, it's impossible to say whether they would have or wouldn't. But Sony would was definitely attempting to. Oh, they could attempt to all they want, but in my mind, they something as big as Starfield that even Todd Howard has said. We don't know how big friends. Starfield is yet, though. I, I mean, don't know yeah. from everything you keep talking about. It's the second coming of Jesus fucking Christ. But no, when have, on, I, when, when have I ever on this show or in a DM talked about Starfield being the biggest game? Can anyone think of a time I've said that? I, I think yeah, it was during the reveal. I'm interested in seeing what back. it's about. I'm interested in the game, but, hold but on, I, I've never, I've never said anything about Starfield being this great, fantastic new I game. I want to say, hold on, Kofi. I want to ask something about when you mentioned about Sony being, uh, Sony, uh, buying up all the exclusives and Persona Five possibly being one of them. You use that as an example. I do, I do disagree with that somewhat because. We we all agreed that the last two three years of the PlayStation 3's life cycle they pulled ahead, like didn't they? They they pulled ahead because people were finally getting, um, they, they'd finally bought cheaper versions of it. They'd gotten over the big fucking Fat Boy edition, and um, like people would find uh, developers had start, started finally getting their ha getting a grip on how to. Uh, developed for the cell architecture because we even saw that in because you could also see it in the transition of uh, multi-platform games because multi-platform games were always the worst on PlayStation for the longest time but then they started becoming um, in some cases arguably the better version do you um, do, do we, hold on hold on is Kofi even there I'm back I'm back okay hey. right right let me let me explain <laughs> it. I'll ask you again god damn it so you use Persona 5 as an example of them locking down exclusives when they're in a bad position, right? Yes. Okay. We, but we're, we've, I think we've talked about this before and we've agreed. The last two to three years of uh, the PlayStation's life, the PlayStation 3's life cycle was some of its strongest because it had finally pulled ahead. Um, developers were finally getting in touch with the cell architecture and how to develop with it. That's why some game, like we all know, early games, early cross-platform games for the PlayStation were absolutely goddamn terrible. They were the worst versions, but then they started slowly becoming some, uh, in many ways, the better versions of it. 
right? So we're facts. in agreement that last. So facts. The, the the last two three years of the PlayStation 3's life cycle were it's uh, were they they weren't in trouble, right? Right. I can't. You can't use. Uh, in my opinion, if you're gonna if you're gonna staunchly agree with that. Persona 5 falls outside of that because Persona 5's original release date was in 2016. Well said. Um, it, you're right. It came out in Japan in 2016. It didn't come out in the US in 2017. And the Persona series um, has... I wouldn't say it's all come out. I need, oh, let me get out the Shimagami Tensei series again. That's that's always then- had a home on, on PlayStation, even before... The Correct. Xbox even came out, like all the way back to the PlayStation One. To yes, my memory, yeah, that is correct. Persona One and Two did come out on PlayStation. So you're saying that Play- Persona Five shouldn't count because it didn't come out towards the end. It came really, out towards it the really end a, yes. when they were in like the the financial green at the time. Yeah, I'm just I'm just I'm, I'm not I'm not arguing the point that you I'm not arguing the fundamental point that you're right. They do seem to. They do seem to go on a bit of a shopping spree when they're in trouble. I'm just saying with Persona 5, it seems like one of those were it's more of a long-standing um, partnership. Yeah. Like what, like what was with um, like when, with, like the idea of where, like back when Rare was still making games for the N6 for the uh, um, for the SNES. Uh, oh, they were making games on the NES, we- then the SNES, then the N64. Like it was a long-standing well, I- relationship. I think you're right that the long-standing relationship does make a lot of sense. For example, Persona 3 was only on PS2, and it uh, I don't think it's anywhere else right now, right? It's only on PlayStation Portable and PS2. No, it's, it's on never Steam. been... Uh, wait, oh, it's on Steam, that? Hold on, give me a second. I don't think Persona 3 is anywhere except for on PS, PSP, Vita, and PS2. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. So that's also to your point. And then Persona 4 Golden, obviously it's on Steam. We know that, but... Yeah. When it was released on Vita, that was a big deal. Like, it's still one of the best-selling games on Vita. So uh, it was a, a great tit-for-tat financially, you know, for Atlas or whatever that small team is and, and PlayStation because they needed, like, a, a – at that time, Vita was the only place to get Persona 4. And, of course, everybody loves Persona 4. It's the best game ever. <laughs> uh, I have a controversial I, I like Persona 4, but I don't love it. I mean, it's good, but I don't love it. So, Persona 4 was on Xbox. Hold on. Wait, let me check. It was. Persona 4 was on Xbox 360. No, sir. Persona 4, was it Arena? No. Yeah, you talked about Arena. Incorrect. The fighting game was. Persona 4 was not on Xbox. I want to up something to... Persona 4 Arena was. Just Arena. Oh, yeah. Arena, sure. Probably was. Yeah, let me double check that. And yes, it was. It was an an arcade game. um, It was an arcade game 360 and PS3. So, again, there's no, there's, oh. there's clearly no gatekeeping for the series if um, they're willing to release something. Uh, obviously, the arena on multiple. And, I see what you're saying. Like, like Persona Five. If we're talking history, never wanted to go to a different platform at the time. And Strikers so again. Invalid. Strikers that came out on Switch and Steam. Yeah, and this is to where I think Atlas started to change with the times, right? They started to see that the Switch... I mean, Switch is blowing up, right? And, and they don't make super intensive games. And they're like, well... And, and development cost goes up. So they're like, why not? Even though it didn't even sell that well on Switch. Well, so you know where your base is. Jimmy I think it's so well on, on Steam. Oh, I'm um, talking about uh, Strikers. I'm talking about oh, Strikers. Strikers. Yeah, Strikers. I want to add one thing. 
which is uh, we talked about Deathloop uh, uh, and Tokwa, Ghostwire Tokyo. Do we know if PlayStation funded the game as well or not? No, they didn't. They were all in house. They were bought exclusive. They were bought timed exclusives. That's a good question. I don't. I don't know. It's not I, disclosed. I it's not disclosed. Yeah, would, I would not be surprised if uh, PlayStation funded the games as well. Why would you yeah, make that assumption? Because PlayStation has the habit of uh, funding, uh, of taking risks with games. Like, look at the Yakuza franchise. PlayStation said, okay, go ahead, do so. But that was no right. financial loss to them. It's not really yeah. a risk I mean, the, 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 the issue... The biggest issue was is that Sony was locking up these these uh, timed exclusive deals, and Xbox tried to do the same thing, but it didn't work because they didn't have enough of the market share for it to really have an impact. So they were paying a lot of money and not getting any return on investment. Like when they locked up Tomb Raider for a year, it did absolutely nothing for them. Nobody bought an Xbox to play Tomb Raider, or at least not enough people bought an Xbox to play Tomb Raider, and no, it just it didn't have. But what it, it, didn't what, ha- it didn't it didn't have the impact that it was having when Sony was doing these exact same time exclusive deals. You could also so now t- here we are in 2021 and you see them just loading up on studios. You could also turn around and make the argument that the existing fan base as well for the Xbox 360 didn't care about Tomb Raider either to buy it, even though they already owned an Xbox. Well, Tomb Raider was an Xbox One game, and Xbox One had already kind of sunk itself with how it handled the whole E3 and everything else with the whole Kinect and everything. But, by the way, they had lost a severe amount of market share by that point in time. By the way, I'm uh, going to say one final thing about our play. I said it was done through Jeff Ferro. Go ahead, tell your thing, and I'll say my point. Hmm? No, I'm going uh, to myself. Okay, so uh, one last thing, and which is the entire argument that uh, Sony is locking down games, preventing it from going to Xbox. I'm going to kill that narrative in one simple game. You can't the just Manna, do it. The Manna franchise. You can't kill the narrative of one game because no, you no, can point I'm out specific games where it's taking place. I'm going to kill that narrative with one simple franchise. The Menna franchise. We've seen the Menna franchise going to Steam, going to, to Nintendo, and going to PlayStation. But, but that's one particular franchise. Which franchise? You can't say that for one franchise and then be like, well, if, they, if this happened for one franchise, they haven't no, done it for not, any other not, single franchise. It's not one, it's not one franchise, though. Oninaki. Oninaki was uh, announced on Nintendo, on, on Nintendo Switch, and then it, it came to PlayStation and PC, but never to Xbox. Again, when you have a fan base, then you know they are not going to support your product. You're just okay. not going to put your Sony, on Sony, it. Sony does not have the power to lock down every single game that comes out to their platform, but they can strategically select certain games that capture a large segment of the market. And then once they do that, then it doesn't incentivize other plat. It doesn't incentivize the smaller games to release on another platform that doesn't have a market for it. Here's the thing. I see. No, Here's, hold on, no, hold on. Hold on. Let, me, yes, let me ask. Yes, hold on. That's, no, that, no, that's no, how you do it. Let me that, that's how it works. Here's no, my, no, here's no, my no, problem. If you, here's acquire, my problem. if you acquire a large enough portion no. of the market, you de-incentivize the smaller players in, in the in the gaming industry. 
from putting their game on. They're gonna put it where the where the established market already is. The market- PlayStation established that market no. okay, by so- locking up the, the 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 kings of those genres. My no, problem with that narrative. No. My problem with that narrative is uh, well, first of all, a lot of what we've been talking about are big JRPGs, but you and you and Jube have both been arguing that JRPGs are not a big market. Like they're not they're, they're not selling millions and millions of copies. No, because what they did was they started they went after niche markets. You lock up this niche market, this niche market, this niche market, and the next thing you know, you know, that's how that's how you get an extra ten million gamers here, extra ten million gamers there. They're not looking to get thirty million gamers with one buy. But if you just if you go after niche markets, you're securing five to ten million customers at a time. But the only niche market I'm seeing that they that you, like all these examples that we've been seeing and saying all all of these ones that you've been using no, these examples as well have been. She agree with Pharaoh hundred percent on what he just said. Uh, no, predominantly we, no, we brought up we brought up Street Fighter. We brought up um, Final, Final Fantasy. Game. That's a JRPG. Um, One fighting game, a JRPG, yeah. Mana series. That's an RPG. Uh, Oninaki, JRPG, Persona, JRPG, uh, Shimegami Tensei, JRPG. So let's um, say that's. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, no, I like to to. I guess to back you up, Farrell, I think that the uh, the JR like you mentioned Street Fighter. That's an example, but. There are so many fighting games that are always going to be on a PlayStation ecosystem, and they might or might not skip out on Xbox. Uh, King of Fighters, or uh, some of the Guilty Gear games. Some of the Guilty Gear games do go to Xbox, but it's like, it's spotty enough to know that you're typically going to host a fighting event with a PlayStation. You're going to be getting all your JRPGs or niche games on a PlayStation. So let's say that's two, eh, maybe 15 million user markets. So that's, you know, in theory, 30 combined. Can we think of another franchise that's typically great on, um, I, don't, I don't know. Um, what about like, uh, okay, another niche market, the VR market, right? Xbox is not in at all. Let's say that only 5 million units sold. But still, that's a niche market that Pharaoh's describing. But that's, but here's, so, the yeah. I, I, here's the thing, I would, agree, I, I would hand you the VR market thing if, so, if Microsoft had any kind of, see, I don't even know why we're arguing about this at this point, uh, or at all actually, uh, but... And I'm not saying because I think you're losing losing the argument or anything. I just don't know where all this fucking spiraled from. Um, the VR market, I would give you, but that's if Mar- that's if Microsoft had had shown any interest or even had any um, like foothold in the VR market. But they don't. Like you can call it you, also, you, you can say a... that they're locking it down. But right now, as far as the console space. Sony is the only game in town, so where are all of the VR games going to go? They're going to go to the only player in town. So the, the VR market thing doesn't work. Uh, that, that argument, in my opinion, doesn't work as far as like an argument. And as far as King of Fighters, uh, the most recent King of Fighters came out on the Series SX. Um, and I think, didn't, when, what did Shrive 14 was exclusive, 15 won't be. No, fifteen. No, um, fifteen won't be because, uh, yeah, fifteen won't be because it's coming. Fourteen out. was not on Xbox. When did fourteen come out? In two thousand and sixteen. Right, but but the one before that was on was last gen, and that one was multi, was multiplat. So it's spotty enough, is what I'm trying to say. What okay. what's another fighting game that you wouldn't get? On Xbox, um, is Blaze Blue on there? I think Blaze Blue. But sometimes it is. Sometimes Blaze Blue is on. Blood. 
that's melty blood. PC. I don't even think that's on Sony, is it? You're right. Well, the newest one did, which is no, like, Melty uh, Blood is crazy. on PlayStation. Yeah, the newest one. The newest. No, but oh, Reggie. Okay. Yeah, point. that's. Uh, there's another fighting game that only comes. Dang, I'm pretty sure them Gundam fighting games are on Xbox. There you go. That's a good example. <laughs> yep, those good bo- um, uh, boost. What is it called? The one that we got, uh, Jube? Um, Maxi Boost. Yeah, the Maxi Boost games only on PlayStation for sure. Yeah, not even on Switch. You, know, you, you lock that stuff up, and they, and they did a good job of locking up the the shooter base too by locking up exclusive content with Call of Duty and Destiny when Destiny first came out. Okay, no, like, mean, okay, the de- the Destiny the Destiny was shit anyway. Like that player base died out immediately. So that was I'm, no offense that that was not a needle mover. The Call of Duty thing, like. So Destiny didn't sell well at all. No, I'm not saying I didn't. I didn't say they didn't sell well. I'm saying that it didn't. So what, if it sold well, it was a needle mover. Yeah, I mean, even if the player base died, if it sold it's well, it's not a it consider. No, no, no. I'm sorry. If we're living, if we're if we're talking about needle moving, I'm sorry. But given how Destiny came out, and given how Destiny Two is now, and given how the industry is, the predominant, the 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 the, the parameter now, not set by me, set by the industry. The, the needle moving now is audience retention and how many and how many microtransactions and shit we can pull. It isn't about the initial launch now. It's about keeping that that audience in so they can buy all of the microtransactions and shit. That's the real needle mover for these companies. I mean, to be fair, then Destiny's doing pretty well considering. I was going to say, I think we selling us Destiny two. Right, so the first Destiny sold ten million copies on the first day. It definitely moved the needle. Like I'm just talking two. I'm just talking from. No, two, no and I'm agreeing with two. No, I'll agree with two. I'll agree with two because yeah, it, right. it kept an audience retention and sold more. If you sold ten million copies in a day, you moved the needle. Well, no, I will. I will give it. It's Destiny's it, sales exceeded three hundred and twenty-five million in the first five days. It did. Destiny sold off speculation, and then what happened is very similar to kind of Genshin Impact. <laughs> People hit the wall and realized, oh, there's really nothing else to do here, and we yeah. sort of went away. And, I think and they all came back, and they, and and they all came back for two though, and two. Yeah, and, right. but two, you know, two was fine. But yeah, two, but, and I'm agreeing. Yeah. I'm agreeing with two. They came back for two, and they were able through just sheer fucking perseverance and will to retain enough of an audience to start selling out all of uh, like how many expansions is there? Three or four that four? they sold. Is it four? Uh, oh gosh. Uh, but that's my point. That's that's now the parameter now for. For these companies, is not initial sales. It's how much money we can get afterwards. Why do you think? Why do you think? Despite but initial the- sales, also factor into consoles. Not as, sold. Not- like people bought consoles for Destiny and that exclusive content that they thought was going to be good. But there was no exclusive. There was really no exclusive content to Destiny in uh, PlayStation. But they the promoted. They advertised exclusive content. Yeah, yeah actually, yes, it was. They had there were exclusive guns that you, you could. Yeah, there was exclusive content to the yeah. PlayStation, and I, that influenced that influenced sales. Like it, like it had an impact, and the game sold well. I yeah, mean, it may, it may have sucked. It may have lost its player it? base, but it sold well. Hold on, I want to know if there's actually a metric to find out how many consoles were moved with Destiny, because I'd love to. I'd love to know. Because, oh wait, hold on. Destiny Two console sales. I want to ask Coffee. Coffee, are you here or uh, hey. are you? Okay. Um, how was Blue Dragon and Lost uh, Odyssey perceived on uh, sales wise? Do you know? 
Sales wise, um, I'm not sure. But one thing I like, I hang out in a ton of forums, and in every single one, those games are referenced as all time classics. Who maybe they didn't sell well enough to get Sakaguchi, uh, you know, more time uh, to make more games, but. There was a community that was ready to stay with Xbox and grow with Xbox with those types of games. But it's a lot of work, right? It takes dozens and dozens of different deals. Um, so I think that was the burgeoning of a PlayStation-esque type of ecosystem growing. Um, but if you, you, know, you don't do enough after Magna, Magna Carta 2, it's another one. That literally, I think you can only get that game on a 360. Like, it's not backwards compatible. It's not on PC. P I mean, you might emulate it, of course. But um, you can't purchase it uh, legitimately anywhere. Um, it's another great example. But it's like the last exclusive um, you know, for that ecosystem. And then it kind of you know, dried up. And it, it, you're probably right, uh, Omar. It, it, the return on investment probably wasn't good enough. Or Pharaoh, you were mentioning this too. The market was too small for JRPG fans in the Xbox 360 ecosystem for them to say, what do we want to do? Contract seven more JRPGs? And it, if it that, didn't feel worth it to uh, if, if, if the market was better in this current era, would Phil have not done so and asked for like, the game to be fully exclusive? Or time exclusive, even Japanese game. I think it could like. So here's my philosophy: you gotta go with a JRPG that appeals to like a more casual fan base. For example, we love the Tales of series. At least I do, or many of us do. Yeah, best, before games, Arise, right? before Arise, the best-selling Tales Tales of game was Symphonia. Symphonia came out like almost 20 years ago, like 2001. Okay, but it was like a, a, a significant graphical step up at the time. And Arise, Arise has already outsold Symphony. It's like killing things. And I'd like if to, can either I of these ecosystems, that? PlayStation or Xbox, makes an exclusive AAA JRPG, it's going to do like a million in sales, which, I, which isn't a lot, right? Okay, it's not 50 million. But it completely, I don't know, I, I just feel like there's some sort of stickiness about JRPGs being in, a, in an ecosystem that's exclusive, in my opinion. Go ahead, Dante. No, I, I agree with that, but here's the thing as well. I mean, I, again, sorry to hark back to Persona 5, but it, it's just something like that didn't sell consoles, but it's the highest selling Persona game ever. Oh, yeah. Like, here's right. the thing. There was, no, there was no stink about, like, Persona or anything like that being on PlayStation until it started selling. True. That that it see that would be my point. I think sometimes we get a little or like none of this thing would happen. None of this yeah, thing would have happened true. if they don't if they didn't sell well. The only reason exactly. people are bringing up like huge think about it is because Persona 5 is the highest grossing one of the highest grossing JRPGs of all time. The only reason people are making us think about the whole um Final Fantasy thing is because there's so much nostalgia about Final Fantasy 7. And that obviously originated on the PlayStation. In fact, Sony, yep. Sony, and this is one of the few times where it's the fucking truth. Sony allured Square away from Nintendo, saying, "Look at our sexy new hardware. You could, you could fit a bigger game on this." Um, but, but I would like, say that's kind of natural, though. Like when it comes to like Persona Five, like if you hear about a game being good, and then you're like, "Oh, I heard this game is good. I want to buy it." Then you go and see it's not on your platform. You start being like, "Oh, I want this game." And, and but for me, You're like right, Persona Five being the best selling, still doesn't put Persona 
in the top 10 best-selling JRPG series of all time. <laughs> it's just five that's carrying the whole weight of the industry on his back. Oh, no, like, I agree. But, like, the, yeah, the I would agree I would agree with that if it wasn't also for the recent success of Shin Megami Tensei five. But, see, they're, they're counted separately. We, we understand them to be part of the same universe, but Shin Megami is actually higher than Persona. Uh, yeah, because Super Mario, Super Kid, Mario Kid, the Kid, Mario Kid, RPG series is higher than Persona. But yeah, Kid Megami is the originator of Persona. L- let it's alone more than Persona. I don't know. I don't uh, know. If I, I don't know if Five did, but Shin, I'm talking about the series as a whole. Actually, right, so hold on. I gotta, I, I gotta no list idea. it. Yes, um, it it has. Uh, Shin Megami has actually sold more than. Uh, let me see. So the actual and numbers for Megami Tensei, which has been going since 1987, fuck me, this series yeah, is old. Yeah, it's as old oh. as not. Uh, has sold, as of 2020, uh, 2022, uh, 23.5 million, which, oh, yeah. which, which, here's the thing, the Megami, again, this go, this kind of breaks my, this kind of actually breaks my, this actually kind of makes my point. The Megami series outsells Super Robot Wars, the Dragon Ball RPGs, Mario RPG, um, Yoka- Yokai Watch, M- Momotaro, uh, Saga, the Dark, the the uh, the Draken Guard games, Fire Emblem, uh, Neo, Legend of Heroes, Chrono, Star Ocean, Xenoblade Chronicles. Monster Rancher, the Mega Man Battle System, Parasite Eve, Valkyrie Chronicles, all of those I just list, the Megami series has outsold. And Persona, and Persona, Um, hold on, Persona, which has been going since 1996, has sold, as of 2021, 15 million copies. So it's only, it's less than, uh, it's actually less than, um, uh, again, this isn't, I should... But stress this is in total, and this is including spin-offs uh, like uh, Arena Strikers and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, 15 million copies, which which uh, and like that puts it less than um, a million under um, the uh, the Megami series. That under uh, it puts it under 10 million less than the Megami series. Yeah, but if then, like but quiet. then. If you really want to be goddamn pedantic, if you really want to be fucking anal, as in the normal that we are, that it's combined, um, the Megami series actually, uh, I believe, actually outsells the Soul series. Yeah, it'll put them somewhere right under my Kingdom Hearts. It will. Yeah, it will put them in one, two, three, four, five, sixth place overall in uh, the highest selling uh, JRPG franchises of all time. And if you have a second, I just wanted to share this, uh, share my screen with this uh, article because since we were talking about Destiny, um, when it launched, it actually increased uh, PlayStation Four sales by triple in the U.S. What is that? Yeah, only I, in the, the mind share. In the mind yeah, share. like I think because uh, I'll be completely honest, I but bought a PS Four because of Destiny. Then you sat. Yeah, I'm saying a lot of people uh, bought PlayStation 4 because of Destiny and, okay, and but this here's, article. Here's my here's my problem. Here's my problem with that. Are they going with? Are they going with? Uh, are they saying it tripled the sales? Like it had already sold this much and it tripled that number? Or are they saying? Or are they saying like it was selling this many at that time and then the number that they were selling at the time, like they were selling like um like a million units a day. 
uh, so, yeah, a million units a day. And when Destiny came out, it went up to three million a day. Or it what? tripled. It tripled. It tripled the sales from what they did the month prior. Okay. Now, how long did that? Okay. So. Okay, so how many? I mean, I, I can't. Them? I can't say how long it went on. I can only do yeah, it. Yeah, no, that, but the again, was but yeah, and then, and then what I'm saying is, is how many were they? Because then you got a deep dive, and then now you've got to tell me because you have the burden of proof now. How many were they selling at the time that that number tripled? Uh, that tripled. That that. It doesn't that matter. Number. It tripled. It, it had the. It had a. I think it's month to month. Yeah, like month to yeah. month. Yeah. And then you know you got you got right here. That it, it increased, like, Sony had historic sales on their store that same month. They had the most sales ever due to Destiny. They attributed it to Destiny. Oh, no, they can attribute it to Destiny, but, that, again, that's on the store. That's in an existing fan base. That, that's in, it's not an existing fan base but, when you combine the fact that the console sales tripled and the store, like, there's a correlation to both. The same, like the same month that the console sales tripled, but again, they had a historic month in digital store sales as well. Okay, so it's a yeah, they both correlate. That's all cool, but now I need to know what the existing use, what the existing user base was, because that incorporates. It, it, that's great, fantastic, but now I need to know how many of the, like how many um, units were sold prior, how many people who already owned a PlayStation. Uh, um, what's the percentage of people uh, the who impact, own the PlayStation? The impact is already out? noted. We we have we have we have documentation of the impact. If you want to look more into specific numbers, feel free. But that's but what we the have, crux of this argument we, is: is you need to look at the specific numbers. Like that's your job. Not you necessarily, have we have that. We have that. That we have the impact that the game had. The game caused sales yeah. to triple for them. We have that. It had that. It led to Sony having a historic month. And digital store sales as well. So but it had know, an impact on both talking, physical and digital sales. Yeah, the game had an impact. It ha yes, the game had an impact. But how much? But my point, my point, and this is the point you were trying to argue, and I and I'm just trying to make my point known that you're clearly just even missing by ignorance or just completely ignoring. Is you turned around and mentioned it sold consoles. Okay, that's great. You're bringing up it had massive, uh, massive uh, store sales. That's great. How many of those were from consoles that Destiny sold versus the existing player base that already had a PlayStation that just bought that ended up buying Destiny after the fact? And how many numbers were Sony selling that it tripled to, and how long did that go on for? The whole argument was that locking up exclusive content. For Destiny increased sales for PlayStation, and I gave you that evidence. I no, that was I, the whole, I, the whole, no, the whole argument was that them locking up that content. Actually, that wasn't my argument. That was Omar's argument. I was just no. Like, that I, was that was the that was the argument that I presented. I'm and, the one who brought up I, Destiny, so I'm the one that presented the argument. How much, and how much did it? How and my answer was how mu how many consoles did it sell in real in reality? Like those are buzzwords. Like it tripled sales, okay, but it tripled it from what? Did it triple? Did can do a most likely it's month over month. Yeah, it's yeah, month. And they already, they already said they already said it. Was, they said they already said it, it. It tripled from the prior month. They already established what the yeah. time frame was. Okay, so that was already established. Fine. In the article. I'm, again, I'm not arguing this to be pedantic. I'm willing to take the L, but I'd like to know: did it did it move from did the need did the needle move from selling? Like a hundred thousand, like a million units a month to three million, and how long did that go on for? Oh, let's go with that one. That looks like it actually has like a chart in it. 
It's, uh, it's, like, is is my is is what I'm trying to figure out making sense to anybody, or am I just coming off as an ass? Yeah, I mean, you want you need a baseline, like you need to know like what was normal for PS, PlayStation Four sales when this happened. I I, I can understand what, why you're asking that. Because like it, it's 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 a di- for me it's different when you say oh they were selling a million units and it tripled it so it went to three million than saying that they were selling five hundred thousand units a month and then it went to a hundred and fifty uh five hundred thousand units and then it went up to a million fifth a million five a month. There is a big disparity in that in, in that number. Well, they sold they sold they sold five hundred and fifty thousand units in september so i mean if you divide that by three you get your number how much is sold in and that that and, and and that was in north america only in north america and then yeah and and then you add to how long that might have been going on for which i doubt like to me and maybe and again this is maybe me being an asshole that's not impressive to me like when you but say you lose, so, so, so when you lock, million units in a month is pretty impressive. When you say again, but you, that's but here's the thing: it's not. Hold on, selling five. Yeah, but that's that's a number. But eh, sorry, that's triple the number they would have already made regardless. That just it just happened to be the death increase. Are you so saying me, they would have sold? You're saying they would have sold five hundred and fifty million units if they okay, didn't. Okay, now that. I know you're just ignoring what I'm saying. No, now I, I know you are. No, what I'm, I'm saying not. is is. That is triple the number they would have already been making before. I'm not saying that's not. I'm not saying that's not cool. I'm saying that that doesn't sound like a console seller to me. That doesn't sound like something like the masses are going at. It's not like something like um. Let me think. I'm trying to think of a good. Um, that doesn't sound like Halo to me. I can't believe I'm actually making that fucking comparison. But that doesn't but sound like I, Halo to me. That literally sold actually, millions of units. Yeah. But the argument Farrow was making was niche markets, right? Taking no, he's talking. No, he's talking. No, he's talking about locking down exclusives that move consoles. Well, but that that didn't move consoles in a massive way, like he's trying to say it does. Where I, where I'm saying something like Halo, that's a lockdown that sold millions. You're saying saying that you're saying that Destiny didn't influence sales in October, that whole holiday season. I'm saying it didn't influence it in the way you in the in the in the grand scheme that you're trying to make it out like it did. I'm not I'm not if, saying it didn't. If you influence. had a sto- if you had historic sales in your month, it definitely had an impact. Again, they were how many of those sales? You keep bringing that back. That's in the digital store. How many? Fair it's well, a correlation when the, when, I, when when the mm-hmm. physical when the physical and the digital correlate. Okay. Then you can say okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna they're, say, I'm they're gonna, correlating. They're correlating numbers. I'm going One to, impacted the other. I'm going to say this very slow for you. How many that bought Destiny on digital already had a PlayStation, regardless of Destiny? You can talk about historic sales. That's cool. You can talk about the fact that they tripled the units. That's cool. That's that's fantastic. But historic sales. You're not giving me a number. You're just saying historic sales. How many people who bought a new, who already owned a PlayStation, bought Destiny to help? Were they sixty percent? Were they forty percent of that digital? Were they were they ten percent, twenty percent, sixty percent? Were they fucking eighty percent of the? I'm sure sales? that a massive. I'm sure a massive amount of people who already owned the console bought bought the game. That's my point. But the whole but the, but the whole point was that it brought new people. To the platform. 
Not that, that many. They that, that, that they wouldn't have had otherwise. Not that. Not as many but, as you're trying to say that lockdown. Lock, lockdown. Five hundred fifty thousand is a lot. But they would have got those anyway. I'm not no, saying that's an assumption. That's not you a think fact. it would have sold the same without that game being exclusive at all, or any marketing rights? You think it suddenly would have like what game would have made a spike like that? Like, yeah, the, those type of spikes don't just happen like for in, no our, reason. in a, September. It, it, like September's not a big sales month, and I'm not. Say, I'm, I'm not saying. That, I'm not saying that spike would have come out of nowhere without Destiny. I'm saying that over time they would have re, they would have made up the numbers that Destiny made up over time. With that's an time. assumption, but all we can do is go with the fact that Destiny anyway. had this impact. Like, yeah, I, which is fine. However, I I think we need to make it clear this is more of a thought experiment than truth because Destiny re- it wasn't a PlayStation exclusive. What Destiny they had, had exclusive content. Right, but that exclusive content didn't really come out until a little bit later. But it was the mindshare. Yeah, when Destiny no, like, was, was advertised, it, it, it was advertised right. from the jump that they had exclusive content. Yeah, but again, it's how Bungie's working. Don't know what that is. And I'm telling you, as a person who had, I know what the exclusive content was. Um, it certainly probably kept people to the PlayStation side. Hold on. But I mean, I it's, it's not... In the same thing, based on yeah, I mean, I, I believe I'm not arguing. I'm not yeah. arguing that that like that, 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 that what Destiny I mean by it, just feel like Destiny's kind of very. It's it's a flimsy leg to stand on, just because like I feel like there are better examples to make your point. That that's I, what I, I, I wasn't I wasn't making a point to stand on Destiny. I brought up yeah. that Destiny sold well. No, and you said no. You said it and, and then, that, that it caused big console, that it caused significant console sales. It moved consoles again. Yeah, it, it did. Some, it caused some sales, but not significant. And again, I also like to point out, is, I bought, I bought so, into that, and I, I, I was an existing console. I was an existing owner of it. And again, here's the I other don't. thing. Here's the other thing that needs to be added as well. Here's the uh, here's two things that needs to be added as well. One, how much right, so how much of those I'm sales actually right. how much of those sales actually went towards uh, went from obviously Microsoft's major fumbling around the time. Because if if once. if um, I'm, I'm gonna say this now, a thought experiment again. If Microsoft had had a stronger showing with their console. Oh. Those so, sales yeah, wouldn't have gone up. So, if you're going to tell me that one game that attributed to sales, the 550,000 sales attributes to half a percent, one game increasing your, your total sales of your lifetime sales by half a percent is a lot. For one game to do that, out of the thousands of games that released that in the entire generation, one game attributed to half a percent increase, that's a lot. I think, yeah, I think it speaks to micro. I mean, PlayStation like adver- buying advertising rights for this. I yeah. think it's important. Yeah, that's advertising like, rights. Like in, bi- like in business, if you grow half a percent, like, the, like of lifetime sales, but that's that's, that's, that's a but, lot. But Kofi ball the point. I do see a stark difference between like the exclusive content and the exclusive advertising rights. Because if Sony was pushing, if Sony was pushing this, because they bought the advertising rights. It was. It wouldn't have been the 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 content that sold it. It would have been the advertisement rights. I believe that. I believe some like ignorant gamers didn't even know if Destiny was on Xbox or not. 
They just see the advertising on a PlayStation. Like, oh, well, guess it's time to buy a PlayStation. Yeah, and, and they that, did, there I will concede. I will, con- I will concede right there that I'm sure that definitely helped with sales because they had the advertising rights. It wasn't, yeah, and- it wasn't, it wasn't the content. Like the because again at that, that point even Zero said the the content was vaporware. We didn't even know what the fuck right. the, the exclusive content was. It could have it, right. it could have been a DLC. It could have been an expansion. It could have been a, a, a gesture. No, you got some you got some fucking guns. That's it. Well done. Well, it, I mean there were some DL- was it, it was timed and uh, I know specifically like the Monte Carlo, which at the time the weapons do matter. From a destiny perspective um like people want that new stuff and so oh, yeah. if i can only but again but again at the time no one knew that. no one knew it was going to be guns right that was my only thing is like just nobody really understood what it was so like i'm sure it helped but like in a different way than like i think destiny 2 has playstation 2 exclusive content or 4 um so like that is very much we understand what we're getting and what xbox is being locked out of yeah and, and like it's um um what i'm trying to say is is I'm sure the 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 advertising rights, which are a different beast in their entirety than just exclusive content, helped more to move set move those sales than locking down content the exclusive itself. content. Yeah, I agree with this. I, I can agree with that. I'd say they work part and parcel. But like I said, but like I, I said, say they, they work do- together because like we can go to like a game like Scarlet Nexus. I'm pretty sure no, it's sold it, more on PlayStation 4, even uh, on PlayStation 5 too. I'd agree even with you. Even though Xbox had the marketing rights. Believe it or not, I would believe I would agree with you if people knew what the exclusive content was. Because I actually like to give people more credit than they're just fucking idiots. Like, I mean, it's not dumb, but it's, it. I mean, if I know that I'm getting exclusive content here versus there, and I don't have a next generation console yet, yeah, I, I don't and want again, that one you gotta game. remember. The the hype around Destiny was massive. Oh, there was like, hype. Yeah, there was. Like, like, like people went blindly thing. into this purely off of like, if Bullshit. if I know I'm getting the best stuff here. No, then no, I'm no. Get on the okay, then clearly here here in the UK we're completely different. We didn't care about the content. Like the the thing that sold this game for everybody was that was was that right there that name. That's what fucking sold here in the UK. The hype Absolutely. I heard here was not about DLC or anything like that because I heard Xbox guys and PlayStation guys saying the same thing. We didn't care about the site about the exclusive content. We just cared that Bungie, the guys behind the best Halo games, were making a goddamn fu- were making a brand new game all on their own. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, that's fucking amazing. Hence why I'm stood here, a fucking idiot with buyer's remorse, with the fucking limited edition. Yeah, like that's that's where the hype came from. Like, wasn't exclusive content? In my opinion, it was just it was just everybody. It was just. But anyway, are we, go on. Are we gonna are we gonna shit on Tencent or no? Uh, oh, we'll shit on Tencent in two seconds. Uh, as anybody, okay, we veered off dramatically talking into um uh, from the acquisition the acquisition because I didn't even get to get into the uh, what the lawyers said. Um, about this, god damn it! Um, it's Just fake. don't be surprised if it goes through. I'm not gonna be surprised if it goes through, but I also think people shouldn't be surprised if it, if if there are massive caveats. Here's the thing: I expect it to go through. I've turned around and stated this: I expect it to go through, but don't. But I've also turned around and said, don't expect this deal to be uh, everything is one to one going to Microsoft. There's def- I feel like com- uh, some concessions will be made to ensure that the deal goes through. That's all I'm if saying. It, 
But if it doesn't, is it your opinion then that the is can it? we move fast and talk about tempted numbers? Yeah, yeah. Well, thank God we're not. Thank God we don't have FC because we've got unlimited time. Because it's not like I'm going to. Okay. Um, but no, like if it got his thing, I don't care either or because I'm PlayStation. I'm PC. That that's me. Okay. My only fear is eventually a monopoly because everybody should fear a monopoly. Like I don't. I don't care. Like you say whatever you want. I I'm talking. I'm talking like a legit monopoly. Okay. I don't get. I don't need people turning around saying, "Oh, Microsoft's not a monopoly." I don't. I don't need people saying that. My fear. My fear is it eventually becoming one. I'm not saying it is now. I'm not saying the acquisition of of Activision uh, makes it that or not. All I all. I, all I know is now is that with this acquisition, Microsoft uh, jumped right into third place in market shares in revenue. They jumped right over Nintendo, so they're there in third place. Because Microsoft went from making 11.6 billion to now making, um, uh, we take these numbers by estimates. Uh, they, if, if if projections continue, they go from making uh, 11.6 billion to 19.7 billion, which puts them. Um, actually, that puts them. Actually, that puts them in second place, right underneath Sony. It jumps them right over 10 cent as well. And most of Tencent, which people need to remember, most of Tencent, a lot of what they own in the gaming industry <coughs> is investments, not is stock, is small stock shares. They don't own a lot of companies outright. And most of their main industry is so is the social media mobile game market, not, not the console market. So it's just console monopolies are what people are worried about. That's what I, yes, that's one thing I'm worried about eventually happening. I'm not saying the Activision thing, again, I'm not talking about this Activision, um, this Activision thing, uh, ensuring a monopoly. I'm worried about there eventually being a monopoly. But the, but the thing is, is that no, no government is going to stop it because uh, there's a, Monopoly on console gaming, even though they're far from ever being a monopoly on console gaming, like it would, it was just, it would just fall under gaming in general. So that would factor in VR, AR, you know, it would, it would factor in PC, everything. So it, it, it's just no way that they would be considered a, mar- a monopoly to where governments would stop them. That deal, that deal is going to go through. It's going to go through with with no. The only hiccup they have. Is the shareholders denying the deal? Like that deal is going to go through. At, at most of their most of their studios are based in the U.S. It, it's gonna, it's not going to really have any issues. Uh, nobody else got anything to say? No closing Only, arguments. Clearly, for this one acquisition, uh, both the U.K. and U.S.A. are changing the law, so. Yeah, that's something we didn't get. We didn't get to go into is the fact that um, FTC is uh, is uh, reviewing and strengthening their uh, antitrust laws. But I mean, yeah, here, here's the thing. I think it's been they a desire to just like just like Xbox desires to. It still has to has to still has to pass, uh, Congress and all that other stuff. So I mean, that, that even those laws aren't even guaranteed to pass. 
Yeah, I mean, this deal still has to go... This this deal, again, has to go through all of them as well. Uh, that's why it's not That's why it's not going to be finalized until next year. Which is why I said uh, that anything, uh, anything can happen, weird. unfortunately. Yeah. <sighs> Alright, nothing else? Okay, alright, well... Um, so, um, okay, so as everybody doesn't know, because uh, we have... We have a diverse cast here. Um, I would say, Jube, uh, how, can, can I, I'd ask for a show of hands, but everybody's got no, I'm the only one with a camera on. Uh, how many uh, African Americans do we, do we have here in this, uh, in this, in this call? One, two, four. Four, okay. Uh, four. Ju just so you know, uh, Tencent doesn't like black people. So it looks like I missed a lot. We're trying to. They're not the first. I mean, they either. are, they, they they're, are, they're, they're they are Chinese, Chinese people, people that don't want to. Chinese aren't necessarily. Um, Sorry, Kofi's fucking deadpan response broke me then. Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> it made me laugh too. God damn it. I've got a good friend in China. He seems to be doing alright. Oh, fuck's sake. Yeah, yeah. But in general, in general, like the the consensus among you know Chinese people, the masses, it's is, not just it, consensus. It, 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 darker skin is frowned upon. Right. Let me so. let me play this episode because this is a this is an alleg I would say allegedly. This is why the, that's why I said in the title allegedly allegedly. So we're, so I'm exempt for suing. Um, Tencent doesn't like black people. Uh, allegedly, uh, Alana Alana Pierce. Um, recently said on a podcast which I have the excerpt for which I will play for the stream uh, you guys are gonna have to see this through there right now because I can't I can't do I can't because um, I can't play it but uh, let, let's hear what she had to say I believe this should be the excerpt My apologies. I thought it, I thought that was up. Uh, let us let us fucking try that again. Uh, let's try that again because I, I suck at this apparently. I fucking suck at this. Hey Omar, do me a favor. When you're moving around, do you mind just muting yourself, man? Let's try that. Let's try that again. Sorry. Uh, and and owning the industry. Um, they also have like a bunch of problematic shit. I have a friend who had a film that was offered to be uh made by. Tencent or funded by Tencent, and they were like, "No black people, <laughs> bigger tits." Wait, what? Uh, like, yeah, yeah. Like a lot of like rules that they have that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. That I think also has had a hand in, you know, some AAA games. Again, I don't want to speak on any of this because I'm so worried about getting sued by Tencent. But oh, this is what I've heard. Rumors. Not sure if any of this is true. Um. But. You know, like even games that are out where they were like, yeah, that character needs to have bigger tits or you need to make a skin lighter type shit. Um, wow. That 
again, I know that more of the film industry, um, and that's outside of content that's like, no ghosts! They have just, like, weird rules like that, but I think we should be way more concerned about Tencent than we should be uh, about Microsoft. Um, and then even then, the second biggest company in terms of revenue, I believe, is Lee and, and owning the industry. Um, they also... So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the film industry thing, we, we've known about for fucking... We've known about for years. You know, um, fucking... Hollywood literally sucking the dick of the Chinese government and following their censorship rules. Uh, one of the best examples I can think of was the redesign of Taskmaster from the Black Widow movie, because they've got a no skull policy over there in uh, in the in the in in the Orient um, of no skulls. So they redesigned um, Taskmaster to not have a skull mask. Uh, there was also the the Rainbow Six because I know Omar actually bought this up um, about censorship uh, a while ago on the podcast when he bought up the and, and I could have sworn someone here turned around and said it's not that big of a deal but clearly you know it's turned out that it is a big deal um, them redesign them redesigning a tapestry on a wall in Rainbow Six Siege uh, because of uh, Japanese because of Japanese censorship. Uh, which they reverted back to, um, but yeah, uh, ten ten senses, no black people and bigger tits. Uh, so Kofi, being the moderate here, uh, I would love your thoughts on that because again, as the title says, ten cent doesn't like black people allegedly. Yeah, Lord have mercy. Um, I will say that uh, Alana Pierce has done a lot of goodwill for the gaming community. I've seen she was in a podcast with um. Uh, who's the guy who was all about NFTs? She actually hosted him in a podcast and spoke to <laughs> woman explained to him why NFTs wouldn't be a good idea. So I'm going to give her uh, some credit and I'll, I'll buy. Not, wait, she thinks NFTs are a good <laughs> idea? No, no, no. Oh. Who was the, I don't know if you knew, the, the, um, the, who was the actor? Um, Troy, Baker? Troy Baker, right? Troy Baker was like pro-NFT. Oh, yes, yeah. But yes, she yes, had yes. him on yeah. her podcast. And talked about why it was a bad idea to his face or on a camera. Yeah, yeah, they're um, friends. They, yeah. uh, they hold back themselves. Yeah, so I'm, I'm giving her credit for being somebody who's very adept. Oh. Um, and, and she's on the God of War team, right? Or which team is she on? Uh, don't know yeah, she team. is on the God of War team. Yeah, she's on the God of War team. Writing team. Oh, let's just hope okay, she keeps okay. that hair on the shoulders and doesn't lose herself in uh, any anything I might find. Because uh, <laughs> uh, I'm liking her more and more. But please, Kofi, continue. Exactly, exactly. And that, that was why I brought this up. Because she seems to be very in touch with reality and, and things that gamers like. Um, so I, I'm going to buy this and say that um, I, I really have already been afraid of Tencent. I think the the only, like, just to give, like, some background, the only thing that I think I've been affected by as a gamer from Tencent is when they bought, I believe they own SNK, or they own King of Fighters in some way, because I've seen, like, weird Chinese versions of SNK games. Let me, let me look um, into so, it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it uh, definitely confirmed for me. Um, but, like... This is just mind-blowing, because I hadn't heard anything about this. It, it obviously makes sense. I've seen the um, lightning of skin. It reminds me of, what, like, when... This is not game, but um, when um, Black Panther was originally, originally came out in China. Did not review well. It, there was rumors that people were just walking into the theater. They honestly thought that the, some of the scenes being at night with black people was weird for them. Um, th that That type of response, it just... 
it just bleeds it bleeds through to me um unfortunately now that i the more i think about it i i, I guess i shouldn't be surprised because their unfortunately their culture is so big ca- capitalism bends to it and so you know our ideals in the west are just to make money so if it's to make chinese consumers happy um we're going to do that um, potentially, right? Or other oh. organizations that end up getting acquired by Tencent will follow that philosophy. Um, like, so, really quick, something I would hate. Fal- Falcom is one of my favorite RPG developers. Right? I talked to praises about them. One thing I love about the series is they have multiple interracial relationships. Or like people with very dark skin dating people with light skin. Or dark skin people being married to each other. Um, and I don't see that much in RPGs, right? All the way back from like I don't know, like Xenogears and stuff like that. You don't see many interracial couples. I could just imagine my rage if they got bought up by Tencent and then to completely change the landscape of of what Falcom has done so well in. Um, so th- things like that just make me feel disgusting on the inside. Yeah, it's and, again, um, it's, again I, Omar did, I'm fucking certain Omar brought this up like about mm. about Rainbow Six no, Siege. No, no. I thought of, I I heard you say it. No, I don't think I ever bought up uh, ten cent. Uh, no, no, no. Um, it wasn't almost... ten cent. No, I'm talking about the Rainbow Six Siege thing. It was either you or fuck. Maybe it was myself. No, I'm not me. I'm not me. I remember <laughs> when I talk about that, but okay. this is not it. But maybe Someone maybe else. it was me. But I bought this up and I was like, this could be an idea of censorship and like. The more and more we get deeper into the years going forward, the more and more it seems like censorship is actually becoming an issue, especially when it comes to exclusivity censorship. Like, um, censorship is not becoming an issue in uh, in gaming in anime. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Talking about gaming, we're talking about gaming because here's the thing. Whether you here's the thing. When you talk censorship, you need to be very specific because it's such a broad term. But when Tencent turns around and says no black people, that is censorship. Yeah, that absolutely. is censorship due to ideology or whatever. That that is censorship. Like you are censoring someone because they want to put someone in that you do not agree with. Which is why I don't support. Which is why I've always been against the. Again, which is why when we brought up uh, was it Black Myth? Um, when I said. I, I can't support that because it's adhering to the censorship rules of the Chinese government, which Tencent do. And then you got Tencent saying shit like this, which is aligned with the Chinese government censorship. A- am I wrong? I'm more than the- up. No, I, I wouldn't say you're wrong. And I'd just like to point this out, just so everybody's aware. I'm not saying boycott. No, no, I wouldn't say boycott. But let, let's look at what Tencent owned. Uh, when when did this come out? This came out in August 9th, 2020. So this is outdated by two years. August 9th. So they own 100% of Riot Games. They own 40% of Epic Games. They, this was a big one. They own 11.5% of Blue Bluehole. They own 5% of Ubisoft. They own 5% of Activision Blizzard. That's one I didn't know about. So that makes me qu- that makes me wonder. They own 80% of Grinding Gear Games, the guys behind Path of Exile. And other investments they own. They own 84.3% of Supercell. They own an undisclosed investment in Platinum Games. An undisclosed investment in Jaeger. 
9% in Frontier Developments, 13.9% of Kako, uh, whatever the hell that is, 5% in Paradox Interactive, 36% in Fat Shark, 29% in Funcom, 100% of Shark Mob, and they did an investment in Discord. So yes, th those are all the investments. Just just so everybody is, is aware, those are all the investments and studios that Tencent owns. Now, obviously, those lower percentages mean they most likely have less of a say than we think they do. That should be that should be because uh, I don't think they're affecting games in Ubisoft. I think Ubisoft's already fucking up their games as it is anyway. But I don't think Tencent's five percent gives them. A lot of sway over Ubisoft games. Same with Activision Blizzard, but that might give them sway in other areas. It's the it's the ones that they own over fifty percent in. You should be worried about. That's that that that's what I'm saying. So please, Kofi, continue. Oh shoot! I don't even know what I was talking about. Um, you were you were concerned because um. By the way, it doesn't look like oh Hell yeah, of fighters. What? Yeah, exactly. You said say again about King of Fighters. They yeah, do yeah. own it, right? No, they don't. It doesn't look like they, they, don't? they don't. Okay, there's some other Chinese company that owns it, but okay. Uh, yeah, I just don't. I just don't like uh, imagine. I think Alana Pierce may be alleged to this. Imagine uh, Tencent buying something else that's big uh, or super influential to our industry, and then changing it so that they can, I don't know, make it more marketable to their market. Which is already being limited, right? Because people can't, kids can't game now for like I don't know certain periods of the day. They can only, yeah, they can. I think it's only. Uh, let me look that up, please. Continue. Um, no, I mean I'll, I'll let somebody else go. It's just definitely. I mean, she's right. I definitely am more concerned about anything they do over Xbox by miles. So let's hope that I don't know that they stay where they're at. Okay. I wish they would give up Epic or something. Yeah. Well, like I said, they own forty percent of Epic. Meaning, I don't think they own a um a they don't own a control. Actually, to be fair, I don't know how much. Um, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, as far as the uh the gaming Chinese law, as of August thirtieth, China introduced new restrictions that limit uh the time under 18s can spend playing uh spend play, uh, gaming online the restrictions now allow younger gamers to only play on public holidays fridays saturdays and sundays from 8 p.m to 9 p.m yeah apparently they have a, a lot of uh um gaming addiction it's That's not right. an addiction it's called gaming compulsion and it's not that goddamn serious if you're a good goddamn fucking parent. Omar, seeing as you've started, please give us your thoughts. No, 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 no. I'm literally talking about uh, what's called. Uh, uh, one person died uh, in a gaming, uh, what's called? Um... A gaming cafe. No. Yeah. That's, that, that is, first of all, he's not the only one. Um, because it, years and years ago, there was a big stink that... Uh, Somebody died playing a video, an arcade game years and years ago in America. Fucking, I think it was back in the fucking eighties, and he didn't die uh, because he was playing the, the game Korea? for so long. He died. No, it wasn't the creator. He was an arcade player. He died due to a fucking seizure. No, but this one literally spent more than twenty-four something hours playing the game. Like it, it was a bit more. But I, I'm That's pretty sure it's also meant to be a percentage of that for sure. 
Okay, so other than that, um, yeah, it's, it's messed up, but if you know who your target audience is, then you're gonna do that. No, no, they, this has got nothing to do with that. They don't care about the target audience. They care about showing the target audience, you know, the world as they see it. Yeah, like, they, no, this is nothing to do with target audience. This is all about pushing ideo- pushing their narrative, their ideology onto other people through video games. No, this is not about video games, though. This is a movie that they're making. No, but the thing is, she's 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 speaking about the video game, but what he is what he's saying is that this isn't only taking place in that in this one instance of 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 you know a video game. They're saying this to someone who they're you know trying to drum up business with. Then there are then they're definitely already saying it to people that they already have you know things that they already have controlling stakes of. Yeah, yeah. This was somebody. She, she. If you actually listen to it, she said. A friend of mine wanted to do a movie, and Tencent said, no, no black people, bigger breasts. And she even said that she doesn't want to get sued by uh, uh, Tencent, but she's heard rumors that this is happening in uh, their video. This is happening with studios that they already own. No, I didn't hear that part. But yeah, that's why you need to listen. But yeah. Uh, Farrell, please, give, it, give us your thoughts then. Uh, I just, you know... I think that this is, you know, something that and and you know, some form or fashion is a common practice in media. Um, not necessarily against black people, all against black people, but it could be against, you know, uh races, cultures, uh religions, ideologies. I just think, you know, this is something that, that we see and that is rarely actually, you know, brought to light in the public. Um, but it's definitely something that, you know, is is unfortunate and i think that you know the only way you can really combat it is you know not participating and when you know it's taking place and you know we need more um you know studios that are uh owned and funded by by black people but you or and people of different races and colors and genders and all that stuff but it's difficult to say hey black guy start a studio like you gotta actually like work in the industry and, and kind of have that desire in mind to run and operate your own business, um, not just about games at that point. So. Okay, but, but, but then here, here's my problem. Here's my problem with that. Like, that, 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 that's cool and all, but what if this hypothetical black team ends up getting investment by Tencent and then tells them, no, no, you can't have any black people in your games? Well, that, that's on them for selling their soul to the devil. Yeah, but that, that's I mean, my point. Like, th- this is something that's already happening. Like, th- th- this is something that's already happening, and they clearly have investment in multiple goddamn studios. Yeah. And possibly... But, you know, as, as, a, as, a small, as a small developer, um, and there's an opportunity to get purchased, I mean, if it's beneficial to you, then, yeah, you know, you make that deal. But sometimes, you know, you gotta you gotta roll your sleeves up and build yourself up the hard way, you know, a game at a time. You know, everyone can't be an overnight success, everyone can't be purchased. Um and uh, you know, for for those who do decide to sell themselves, that's kinda on them, you know, and and you know, they're victim to whatever after that they just decide to stay uh, with their company that they sold. 
Alright, fair enough. Uh, Zero, your thoughts? Um, I don't know. A little funny. Uh, no black people in bigger tits just feels like a Tuesday here in America. So I'm not terribly surprised um, at the perspective of folks like that. Um, you know, anecdotally, I have a friend who's um, who lived in China for at least the past six years. Um, and while it gets along fine, like there is a, there is certainly a skin color that gets you way further than another one. Um, and the darker you are, the less it, you are favorably you're looked upon. See, um, it, but once again, like not terribly surprising for like globally as a whole. Like it, it, it I don't know, maybe I'm just jaded or biased or just broken. Um, but like that doesn't at all shock me. What's you know sad and unfortunate, and hopefully, uh, the, the sort of we have to lean into the devil that you know versus the one that you don't. Um, you know, America has its own sort of issues with the the East. Um, and so while Tencent might be doing its best to make strides over here, um, your Microsofts and such probably are going to make do the best they can to keep them just as far out as possibly that they can. Um, which doesn't mean they still won't have a huge influence on certain things. Like, they own all of Riot Games, right? Yes. Um, so, like, that mandate could come down to Riot Games, who has a ton of characters in their league, right? Aren't they league? Yes, they're League of Legends. Yeah, yeah so, like, they, that mandate is they get rid of all black characters. Or dark-skinned characters. They don't necessarily have to be black. Um, you can, you dark, can lighten them up. You can lighten up the dark skin characters and, yeah, and like lighten them up. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's little things you can do. And so I that that is particularly worrisome. Sad. Um, again, not surprising, but sad and worrisome. Um, the the scary part is, and Kofi alluded to it, or no, outright said it. They have a large enough population to bend capitalism. Which, at least over here, isn't something that can really be done. You exist within it, and like you participate in it, and you try to achieve based off of it. But Americans don't tend to try to bend capitalism to their will. We just participate in the system. I mean, they've already done that. Yeah, we I mean, manipulated Hollywood. I mean, we certainly manipulate it, but like I think there is a different in what at least how China is approaching this. Because I mean, yeah, I, conform to our ways, or you know, show in our country because. When no, I, we'll do it this when, way. China is, or ca- capitalism is courting China. Like the concept of it is courting an entire country where it always should be the opposite way. The country should be courting the idea. But this uh, idea yeah, is trying to court an entire uh, country. Um, Again, uh, Hollywood's already done bring it. Up to a zero. Uh, uh, you know, when it, come, when it comes to Asian art in general, like I. Because, you know, like, we, we all consume a lot of Asian art. We watch anime and stuff like that. Um, they don't even put themselves in their own art. Like, you know, like, they'll, like, the anime characters don't look Asian. You know, and they release all these, you know, blockbuster video games. Most of the main characters don't look Asian. Okay, and they that, don't even... In my opinion, that is a big... That, and I, I'm sure Kofi will, will actually be able to back me up on this. But let me make sure he's here first. Kofi, has, have they pulled out support yet? Okay, cool, yeah. <laughs> That's, that, that is because, a, a, typically, from what I've noticed, Jap- Japanese culture is a lot more open 
to that uh, that kind of inclusivity of uh, of other other races uh, a lot more at least modern japan than china modern is. for sure than china is at all oh yeah especially because, from a governmental perspective yeah because even because because like I, the last time i the last time i heard about this like japanese <clears throat> uh, sorry chinese um Ch- chinese anti-sentiment uh, sorry japanese anti-sentiment in china was that like seventy percent of Chinese people view Japan influence negatively? But all right, so my question is: of the amount of Chinese games and art that we do see, how many of them have Chinese leads? A lot. I'm not talking about. I'm not, I'm not talking about like in the movie scene, of course, because in the movie scene you're gonna hire who's you know in your area. But like you know, when you're like making like a video game. Hold on. Like I can't. I can't think of many games where I've seen an Asian lead. Well, that's game. no, that's because the Chinese market in video games hasn't uh, hasn't there hasn't been one like that. Yeah, we the, don't have one. Yeah, the, but even like a Tencent game, like Tencent has a hundred percent ownership of a studio, and I can't think of a game that they've released that has because that's that, that's right. Games. The only game they've ever fucking released was uh, was League of Legends. But, and they like, still have but, a Chinese no, lead. I thought, but. I thought even that riot existed before them. Yeah, they and did. Then, and they did. Them. Yes, yeah. they did. Yeah, the Tencent's more operating in the sense. I mean, different, but in the sense of Microsoft, they're not particularly making anything. They're just buying. Yeah, make but it's but now, just, just like they can say, now, just like they can say they don't want a black character in there. They can easily say, "I want a Chinese character to be the lead." Which is oh, true. And which is can, what a lot of yeah, these. Like, here's the thing. Which is what a lot of these Chinese games. That I'm, I'm, I'll need to look into it. That I'm sure Tencent actually does have some hands in are doing that are coming out of China because again, like the only game I can think of is Myth of Wukong, where I've seen like the character actually look, you know, like it. It's Chinese, yeah. Yeah, which to be fair, he really. That's 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 the only game I can think of, like literally, like like out of like, and I've seen a million games. I can't think of many games where I've seen. Uh, main character looks like they're of okay now what i'm trying yeah and what i'm trying to tell you uh pharaoh is china's major influence in the video game market hasn't been felt uh, uh sorry has only been felt for the last couple of years especially with tencent buying up shares in a lot of these studios and china hasn't really re- hasn't released any games outside of China itself until the last couple of years where, yes, they have had Chinese leads, Black Myth being one of the ones we're talking about. Is that a Tencent game, though? It's a Chinese game, which is the whole point yeah. with, with what you're trying to... with which is the Yeah, whole I'm trying to bring... I'm, I'm bringing up just... I'm, doing, I'm just bringing up art in Asia in general. Yes, and yeah, chi- no, China is known for that. Yeah, I mean, one, I, mean, talking, I, mean, I think we got to remember, one, China's not a huge fan of video games, period. Exactly. So even the games that right. managed to get True. out here are kind of one-off things that, like, might not be part of a trend. Now, their influence in gaming might be coming through Tencent, and in the years to come, it might hit us more. Currently, I don't, it doesn't seem as though, like, that's part and parcel of what they want to do. Right. Um, but as entertainment is getting stronger, and I, it seems to be they, despite their best efforts, they can no longer like ignore or shun the gaming market. 
So if yeah. we can't shun it, then now we have to adjust and start trying to control it. Exactly. I guess True. My, 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 my overall point was that, you know, I can't expect, like, I'm not necessarily expecting, like, games that come from Eastern studios to include black characters when they don't even include themselves most of the time. Like, it's not like... Oh, yeah, absolutely. Japanese, uh, what I would say Japanese is, games do include black characters. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's still far and few between, but I'm just saying it's not an expectation. It's just like, oh, yeah, you know... You know, Barrett's yeah, but, but the big the big difference here, though, Feral, that I think you're failing to realize is that 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 is by choice. Like they'll still add them, they'll but they'll they'll add them, but it's usually a choice that they don't add. This is a mandate to not add black people. Yeah, and I and like I said, I already made that point, but I'm just saying. You know, I, I, I made my point on Tencent doing that and how it's unfortunate and how and like things that we need to do about that. But I'm just saying in general, when it comes towards Eastern art, it's just not an expectation for me in general. And I was explaining why. Yeah. Because I just I don't I just don't I just don't see it. They don't even include themselves in the art like they like it's, you know, like you wouldn't say that the person's you know necessarily white or anything like that. I mean, some characters, you might say that. But in general, it's just like. Like, it's not they they. They try to keep the race kind of fluid. Like, it kind of can look like this race, kind of can look like that race. I don't know. You ask the social... You ask uh, you, you ask Twitter or anything about uh, the casting of a white dude playing y- Light Yagami in the Death Note movies. It was horror-fucking-sick. <laughs> it was, like, the worst thing ever. is whitewashing. <laughs> in the anime, Light doesn't look Asian. It, no, but no, Pharaoh, don't you understand? It's whitewashing. It's whitewashing. You can't have a white man playing light yagami. How dare you? It's whitewashing, sir. How dare oh, you have how dare no, you no, have a me. white man play a Goku? A fucking well, an, an alien. How dare you? He's clearly if, Asian. <laughs> if we want if we want characters to look like the regions that they come from, then they need to draw the characters so that they look like, you know, they came from that region. I'm just saying. Like I don't like it. Like, 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 like if Ghost in the Shell comes out with a movie, I don't expect it to be Scarlett Johansson, but I expect it to look like the character that they drew. And they didn't draw. She don't like an Asian woman. I'm sorry. Dude, like, I, think the na- I think the name gives it away, though. I think if they've got a Japanese name, they definitely are supposed to be Japanese. And plus, I put that, that down to question. just the outside, do, the, the art do, style. Do Japanese people who watch a lot of anime do. They default to say Naruto as being Japanese. Uh, Kofi, can you feel that one? Good question. Great? I'm not sure. I can find yeah. out for you. Please. Because I can sure really understand why he doesn't look, but like if they're presenting themselves as a default, um, or an easier one is all of Miyazaki's work. Uh, My neighbor Totoro, mm. Kiki's Delivery Service, Ponyo. These are all very, very clearly Japanese works. They take place in Japan. They operate on like that space, but they don't quote-unquote look Japanese, but if if you're presenting this character, is there some sort of complicit understanding that they're just Japanese? Like, I don't have to make them look like that, because that's, what else would they be? Because they view I, I, pers- I personally think they keep the, the they, they keep the art in a way that, you know, you identify it as Japanese, but in order to appeal to mass markets, they make it look like other people in mass markets. I don't know. Like I, I think that's kind of the brilliance of their art. 
Yeah, I, I have no idea. I would be thoroughly intrigued to find out. Like, you know, some characters are easier than others. And for the life of me, I can't think of anyone's off the top of my head. Um, I mean, Goku's like, an alien, so no one can argue that he's Asian. Okay, right. hold like, on. Tundra. I have. I found a. <laughs> I found a. I found a. And I. Uh, I found a, a thesis on this. So, um, uh, so why do anime mm-hmm. character? Why, so why are anime characters white? Uh, anime characters are abstracted illustration of reality. So they look. So their looks are uh, idealized. In Japanese, light or white skin is seen as beautiful. Uh, so most anime characters are drawn with white skin, but uh, but that does not mean that they're not Japanese. In fact, most Japanese people will identify these characters as being Japanese and not being foreign. That that's my thought. Like they they see themselves as default. So they never once questioned. I don't think there are a bunch of Japanese kids watching Naruto and saying, "Look at this white." Kid. Yeah. Character. So I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking it's more yeah, yeah, than is... looking upon it, thinking he's uh, thinking that he is white. Cause yeah, just because yeah, of but, his skin. Yeah. When people see it in other regions, they think it looks like them too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying like that, that's the brilliance that that's the brilliance of their art. And also, there's a lot less criticism from Japanese fans when an American steps in and plays a role. They're just like, cool movie. Or, or it sucks. But they, they don't have our particular hang-ups. Yeah, yeah their hang-ups are other things. Like, I don't know if you guys remember, Japanese Twitter freaked out when Aerith was first revealed in Final Fantasy VII Remake. They hated it. Did you guys see that? Like, no, they, no, they, they didn't like the formation of her face and her nose. They thought her nose was too big and too long. Now, I don't know if you guys realize it was changed. It was changed after they okay. reacted from that. But it was yeah. something over in America. We're all like, oh my gosh, Aerith looks amazing. But over in Japan, mm-mm, they yeah. were pissed. So it's just completely different priorities. Too many polygons. They, they, they cater to the minority on that one. <laughs> I'm pretty, sure, I'm, I'm pretty sure outside hey, regions bought more hey, copies of Final Fantasy than Japan did. Hey, you, you don't need to live in hey. Japan. Square Enix does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey, hey, you heard about that? <laughs> no, I mean... I, I don't think they're as violent as we are, though. No. You gotta worry I mean, about the think, wait. Oh, you mean like in real life, not in video games? Yeah, I'm talking, about, I'm talking about real life. Like, yeah, like, you know, like somebody actually like stand outside your house and like threatening to kill you because you know you didn't catch a football. And, uh, I, 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 I mean, <laughs> in Japan, no, it, it, yeah, you say that in the, it, you say that, but my mind immediately went to a dark place because it's not like that hasn't actually happened in Japan. Uh, crap. Mm. Oh, I, I, the, the, my immediate thought was is um, the studio behind uh, Mrs. Kobayashi's uh, Dragon Maid. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. That yeah, yeah, that fucking psychopath fucking blamed them for plagiarizing and he fucking burned down the damn studio. Fucking well, plagiarizing is different because you're like stealing my money now. That's a little bit different. I think it was all alleged though, right? Only if yeah, alleged. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, that, that, there's, a, that, there's a difference there. Like he felt like he was wronged versus actual fandom of like, you didn't catch the ball. I, don't know, I mean, man. to be Some fair, say, over on Dante's side of the world, like they soccer hooligans are pretty dangerous. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, there's a whole oh, documentary yeah. on that stuff. Uh, soccer, soccer oh, yeah. hooligans. 
Oh yeah, I, I saw him, I saw them firsthand after a victory. Yeah, they are <laughs> Oh yeah, he was at you over there in um, France, right? <laughs> yeah, I was in France when they won the World Cup. Yeah, they they are dangerous. <laughs> Funny, but they're dangerous. Yeah, motherfuckers legit me. being stabbed over that bullshit. Y'all, by the yeah. way, you think we're bad? Hold up, hold up. We ain't. I'm sorry. In many regards, we ain't even the worst. You know why? Go to fucking Brazil, cause them motherfuckers actually got their hands on firearms. We don't. No, they no in, in Brazil and in, in South America, they kill each other over like rec games. <laughs> Again, like, you think I'm not, you think like, Europe like, like 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 I like there's a video of like a ref getting killed because the way he officiated a rec game, like it was like a pickup game and he was the ref. Again, like, my what? point, my my point, right there. You think we're bad? Brazil got it worse because they got firearms. Oh shit! He, like stabbed him up on the spot, like because he made a bad call. Like. All right. Uh, anyway, right. Moving on. Jube. Yeah, we should probably roll out, guys. You the, roll yeah, Jube. You were the only person right, yeah, who didn't give their thoughts. Jube, quickly give your thoughts on Tencent not liking black people, allegedly. Um, I mean, there's a lot of people that don't like black people. So, um, am I surprised? No. Am I uh, upset about it? Yeah. It is what it is. Like, I mean, you gotta, you gotta think they. I mean, China made Disney chain take fucking uh old boy off the Star Wars poster. <laughs> he was a little too dark to be on the poster. You feel me? But yeah. oh, you can, uh, you can bend Disney. Then what can't you do? I mean, I mean, I, I'm not defending. That's that's just what it is. They wanted their their movie to go over there. Like, it's, it, I don't agree with it. It's fucked up. But it's like, tell me something I don't know. This is you know. Being black in America and the world in general is like this. So I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just mostly just not surprised by it. I'm just kind of, kind of numb to it. Stunned that you know they publicly came out and said that, or you know that that's been made. Well, public it knowledge. publicly leaked. They didn't come out and say it. It leaked. I mean, that's that's a bad thing. <laughs> like that yeah. shit, like that is not supposed to leak. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got to think with the Papa John's nigga that was out here dropping in bombs and shit. Like that wasn't supposed to come out. <laughs> really? <laughs> so I mean, like I said, it, it's just I'm I'm just not surprised by shit like that anymore. And the Papa John's dude was yeah, funny though. Like, yeah, here he, we are. He, here he, we went got, he went and sold the company and then got help and thought they was gonna sell the company back to him. Like I went to counseling, y'all gonna sell it back to me now? Like nah. Oh, nah I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, he, he yeah. sold his he sold his stake in the company, and then he went to go seek help. And then after he got help, he tried to buy his stake back, and it was like, nah, we don't need you no more. We got Shaq. Yeah. That's crazy. We got. Ah, we got Shaq there, fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck that guy. But but um, I mean, it's cool. As shit's coming to the surface. Like now, you can kind of see people who they are. I mean, the sad part is like they're like, I don't want to black people on it, but like. Us as a people and, you know, certain demographics of our culture, like, we, we, we fucks with them, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, how, how many, you know, everybody has, like, a, a fucking, every black dude has, like, a fucking kung fu movie that you just fucking, like, they just love, you feel me? Like, it's, it's a, it's a cultural thing. Yeah, we all love that. Yeah, exactly, it just sucks, it doesn't come back the other way, you know, like, fuck. Hey, it doesn't go when it comes to China. It doesn't go fucking. It doesn't go the same way anywhere. Yeah, uh, no, it's just it's just it's just bad. 
I do I do agree with one thing they said. I do agree with one thing Tencent said in that though. Ain't nothing wrong with bigger tits. And with that being said, I think it's time that we do our outro. So Jubei, seeing as you're on the line, give us your outro. Where can people find you? Yep, you can find me at uh Jubei Sensei on uh stuff. Jubei X Sensei on gaming platforms. I am on uh Yu-Gi-Oh Master Duel as Jubei Sensei and I also shared a I'll share my ID out and shit, so not a problem, but that's probably what I'm going to be on until I hit flat one, mm. and I'll move on to something else. Get ready, everybody. We're going to need to intervene at some point. Omar, where can people find you? People can find me at CarabatCorkJob on Twitter, and GameSlayer on Friday, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard. I'm moving from Saturday. And other than that, if you have not watched my last show, ooh, we had almost, I just checked it, uh, over 700 views. Like, that might oh, be I'll, I'll, I'll gotta go check it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a great show. I had uh, Sick Humor TV. Again, oh, nice. Yeah, and Strictly. And we went in, and it was a great show. Other than that, yeah. Uh, great show, one. Cool, cool. Pharaoh, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitch at Land of Pharaoh, Twitter, Pharaoh Bazaar, YouTube, Pharaoh Bazaar, Facebook, Pharaoh Bazaar. I'll be around, message me, friend me, request me. I'm in the gaming streets. Cool, cool. Kofi, where can people find you? As usual, you can barely find me anywhere. Still scrounging yeah. to get through these <clears throat> last uh, quest translations. Me and uh, the biggest trails uh, broadcaster information are on the hook for finishing some uh, sub subquest translations. His name is uh, what is his name? Oh my gosh, I forgot his name. I'll bring it up next week. Um, we're still working on that. I'm working with uh, um, the uh, everybody involved um, for um, a cool uh, promotion that we're going to do for the translation. So I'm really excited. I'm thinking I'm going to use that to get back. I'm sure I lost like 800 followers. I, I literally haven't even looked. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, see you back there then. All right. <laughs> uh, people can find me at Dante Crisis on Instagram, Twitter, and uh, the Dante Crisis on Facebook. You can find me at Dante Crisis on YouTube, uh, Twitch, and DLive. Uh, current Let's Plays right now are Streets of Rage 2 and GTA 4. Future uh, future Let's Plays are Time Crisis, Super C, and uh, Devil May Cry 4 and Seek and Destroy. Uh, current, current streams are Shimigami Tensei 5, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, Chaos Mod, and Kingdom Hearts, where I beat Kurtz at level 43, 48, because clearly I don't know what the fuck under-leveled me. Uh, and Zero, <laughs> where can people find you? But more importantly, where can people find us? Well, guys, you can find me at 0x386 pretty much everywhere. I, too, like Jubei, will probably be uh, focused mainly on Master Duels. Um, so, wow. Uh, you know, put up a deck. I'll be ready to play. Um, it is an absolute blast. Um, but of course, you can find us on all major podcasting. Is it fair to say streaming? No, because we don't have Twitch yet. So podcasting platforms, anywhere you listen to Joe Rogan talk about COVID, we will probably be there. <laughs> uh, um, so please uh, 
support um and of course even though we're always here we always go separate right after so please check out fridays at five now apparently game slayer with omar please check out dante streams join up with jubei and myself on some master duel go to land of pharaoh for some excellent football streams and madden um and check out kofi when he makes his triumphal return or just support the translations um i'm sure a lot of you out there are tales fans so he's doing the work to bring it to you um and of course always guys we appreciate you you literally could be doing anything else but you decided to listen to us so thank you all right yep and remember ladies and gentlemen please keep it gaming all right we out of here peace later Just